happy Monday. Nobody ever says that. You're not, you can't say things like that around here. Happy Monday. Is there such a thing? Them is fighting words. Yeah, them's fighting words right there. Uh, good evening, everybody. Let's hit it up. Talking Crack server sound off. You guys go ahead and hit it. Let's see what we got going on here. From Noon Whistle kicking us off from the server 29 incursion winner. Everybody rides. Iron Chef, Aloha. From server 14 and Disneyland. Ooh, jelly. Stradalorian on nine. Aquila Hawk on server 21. Presenting the promised kill marker. Nah. 20, 21 had their way with me, Bubba Joe. They did. Jazzmeister on 167. Sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. They manhandled me. Uh, yes, Darius. What's up on server 184? Wolfwood on 49. Thank you. Scrappy on 137. Tavi Moza on server 20. Eddie on 14. Bobbert on 29. Devon on 164. Jace on 44. Grungandola on server 21. How'd you like that incursion, DJs? Climbing a Kirk on server 9. He says we lost. Skelly back on 193. Thank you. Juby on 60. And Dominus Prime on 52. Devil in the Belfry on 14. Duke it is on 52. On Godfather Triple. On the undefeated server 16. Telosian on server 27. Death on arrival on 13. Mr. Venture on 13. Mistaken on 56. Patriot St. Nick on the losing server 10. Checking in. Insidious on European 106. Vic on 40. Spectre on 11. Thank you, Eddie. On 14. Aaron Dax on 27. Savage Darkness on 9. Fulldog on 13. Shady Pines on 27. And 29. Boaz on 14. Papa Smurf on server 61. Captain's Log on uh, 63. Shout out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Dabrick on server 21. Didn't see you during incursions when we faced off against server 15. Well, Bubba, that's because I didn't play by the rules. That's because I didn't. You uh, savage cheater. I know. I, well, I, no. You know what? Wait a second. I take that back. I think I did play by the rules. Um, <laughs> see, very different, very confusing to some people, Bubba Joe. We're going to talk a little bit about it today uh, just to try to do a quick postmortem. Uh, yes, and I do mean quick postmortem on the uh -huh. incursions that just ran. As a matter of fact, I've already got the clock. You it's already the, running. Do you see up in the stats, Silvis, uh, in, the, in the chat, Silvis posted ours. We got spanked. Oh, did you? Did you get spanked or we got spanked? I don't know. I, 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 no one, no one cracks my base. Come on now. Just <laughs> well, no one, serious. no one rated me either. I'm just saying, like, I collectively um, if was, I was to 15. Put a, we got lost. If I was to put a percentage got on lost. this, it looks to be about 85, 15. Whoa. All right. Ours was closer than that. But, I mean, still a uh, decisive loss. Uh, we lost by, I think, like three or four trillion points. Uh, but it was, it was closer well, than I, that. We only lost by 24 trillion. 24 trillion. That's gross. Uh, <laughs> 197 <laughs> additional messages in the Talking Trek server sound off. Thank you guys very much for that. We've got 272 uh, people in our live studio audience. It might be people. Could be kittens. Could be, could be kitty cats, too. That's possible as well. Uh, Dr. Juby says server six uh, barely lost by four trillion. 
Um, DeHaggis says server 16 is undefeated. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, uh, we have a member of our panel. Uh, Putz is here from server 45. Server 45 is also, yes, we are. also undefeated. So 16 and 45 are still undefeated. Oh, boy. You hear that, Scopes? You hear that, Scopes? I'm smelling a showdown. I'm smelling a smackdown. Hey, Bubba, what what is the approximate age? What are the age differences between 16 and 45? I mean, housekeeping says... 18 months. I was going to say, it's a little bit, but it's not huge. 45 is... I would have guessed about a year, so... Yeah. It's 18 months. 18 months. 18 months. 16 is a legacy server. 45 is an 18-month server, according to Putz. So, you know, listen. But uh, uh, let me let me read this note, if I may, real quick, Bubba Joe, before we get into the stupid news. Let me just go ahead and read this. Uh, because it sounds to me like Server 45 don't care. All right? I don't know if Putz is speaking. Uh, we don't care. We want him. I don't know if Putz is speaking for the entire server, but allow me to read the following email message. Consider this a personal request from the entirety of Server 45. We want a challenge, you arrogant jerks. <laughs> we are 6-0 and and are among one of only two undefeated servers remaining. Server 16 and Server 45 are the final unbeatens. We have beaten servers the same age, younger, and several generations older as well. We are ready for the big boys. Legacy servers are calling our names. Can you please honor our request to the new Scopely Incursion team to match server 16 and 45? P.S. And when we win, we would like recognition from all the other servers and from Scopely that we at Server 45 are the best in the game at 7 and up. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, that uh, that was a collective letter written on behalf of Server 45. I feel like, Bubba, I feel like them's fighting words. I, I, I would agree wholeheartedly. I would feel like, you know, I'm with you, Kirk. I feel like it sounds a little bit, you know, boasty. It feels a little bit boasty. Wait, Riggs? 131 is undefeated. Yeah, here's the problem, Riggs. That's um, that is a European server, so we're not going to get. Uh, they're not going to get to mash you guys up. But, but uh, congratulations to server 131, who apparently are also undefeated as well, Bubba Joe. So who else? Who else out there? Server 131, 16 and 45. Is anybody left? Anybody? Dahaga says server 80 is also really now. 80 is really new though. The haggis. What? What is eighty? Maybe a year old, eighteen months old. Are they still? Are they still capped? Yeah. Housekeeping says that they've only had one incursion. They're one and zero. Okay. So that that's that's a tough one to count just yet, Bubba Joe. But you know, hey, listen, give them another year. They'll be ready to throw their hat in the ring. I think they'll be ready to throw their sure. hat in the ring. You know, fifteen was doing really well, but we've lost our last two. Uh, maybe three. <laughs> I don't even know now. Uh, what what is fifteen now? We've lost a couple. But you will. You will forever have the mar- moniker 
of having lost to the only defeated server. The only totally defeated server, I know. Correct. Uh, server 20. It'd be hard to shake that. Server 20. You know, uh, freaking server 20. Um, it They were due. They were due, Bubba. Come on. Anybody can win on any given Sunday. They were due. Um, that's right. And Mimi says yes, server 20. Yes, but not everybody can win on every Sunday. <laughs> that's server 45 talking there. That's server 45. King Eagle says uh, server 20's now won two in a row. That's right, Ro. Uh Server 20 defeated 15, and then they also just now defeated uh, their latest incursion run as well. So congratulations to server 20 uh, clawing their way back into uh, uh, towards a winning record. <clears throat> But uh, that's a pretty high score too. Uh, yeah, thirty-one 30, to 30, twenty-seven. Thirty-one to twenty-seven. That's a that is a that's... pretty high score. I will remind you though, nothing at all like servers fifteen and twenty, where we collectively scored over a hundred and forty trillion points. That was crazy. That was crazy. All right. Uh, just out of curiosity, anybody got a screenshot out there from an incursion score greater than a hundred and forty trillion combined? Because listen, we might have lost that Bubba Joe, but I'll still go down in the uh, in the record. Oh, scoring was different. Ah, oh, daggone it! Well, that means hey, Bubba Joe, that just means that we get to hold the record forever, right? But now there's an asterisk, right? Isn't that how they do? Isn't that how they do the record books? Like if they change something, then we hold the record, but now there's an asterisk, right? That so you're going to have the most points changed. in a loss, and <laughs> you're going to have given up the most points to another team. So. Those are two records you'll have. Thanks, man. It hurts. No problem. It hurts. Want me to twist it a little bit more? Yeah, please. Can you just can you go <laughs> ahead and pull the knife out of my back, please? <laughs> grab it. Oh no, I, I'm stepping you in the front. <laughs> <laughs> this in the back That's right. I'm nobody coming at you, and you're going to see me coming. Nobody reads the asterisk. We're still going to have the record. It's fine. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we do have things to get to tonight. We should not waste any more time. Uh, I do have some stupid news headlines for you. Very, whoa! Uh, eight and 15. Dang, look at Blue Mandalorian. Oh, wait, that was, um, okay, that was a long time ago, Blue. That's an old one. You can't be pulling out the old stuff. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, live from all across the world, it is time to head over to the Talking Track newsroom. It is time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid! No! Time for your news! Let's go! News! 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 I don't think it's I don't think it's very good today, Bubba, to be perfectly honest with you. I really rushed. I was just I just posted something like that in chat. Yeah, it's it's not real. I it, I worked today, it was busy. All right, uh, it, it's probably not a good news, so we'll, we'll see. All right, you guys get your red markers ready. Here we go. Uh, this week, a turkey chased around a Massachusetts state trooper while he was assisting a woman whose car broke down. Turkey was then arrested and charged with foul play. <laughs> uh, even I give that like a two and a half out of ten. Ryan Gosling recently laughed off being told that he's too old to play Ken in the new Barbie movie, Bubba Joe. Ryan Gosling, too old to play Ken. Uh, some are saying that they would have been better off casting a younger guy who looks like he's made of plastic, such as Joe Jonas or Zac Efron. <laughs> uh, 
That was a little better. 2.75. I, you know, I, I, what's the, what's, uh, let's go back to that first story. What's the, uh, what's the sentence for that turkey? <laughs> I don't know, Bubba. What is the sentence for foul play? Well, I heard, I heard that it was about uh, 25 weeks. And then they're going to release it into the wild and see what happens. All right. Now, listen, I, mine was better than that. That's mine, absolutely true. Mine, <laughs> mine was better than that. Uh, Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass. This one might be decent, Bubba Joe. Los Angeles Mayor Karen Bass declined a lavish gift basket sent to her personally by the Kardashian uh, girls, which is absolutely wild because everyone thought the people of California loved accepting things for free. <laughs> uh, the $600 swag bag packed with items from liquor to pricey beauty items and clothing from Kim's brand Skims was declined by Bass for ethical reasons, uh, is what she said. I'm sorry, but there is simply no funnier joke than we can write than an L.A. mayor claiming she has ethics, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that's it. See, that was that was the best one of the lot. A U.K. woman was knocked unconscious while running down, this might be a good one, a UK woman knocked unconscious while running down a hill to chase a seven-pound cheese wheel, but managed still, Bubba Joe, to win her race at the holiday event. The 19-year-old contestant said she only realized she had won the women's race when she woke up in the medical tent. This woman, ladies and gentlemen, is a true athlete who did a seriously good job. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Come on, that was a good one. That was a good one. Ah. Oh, come on. That was a good jump. All right, Savage. I told you it was bad today. I told you it was bad today. Um, I, You know what? It's so bad, I don't even want to read the last one. We're done. Yay, everybody, that's your news. Yay. Lloyd Sun has this correct. Oh, okay. Uh, he's, he's got <laughs> a live picture of you and I, Waldorf and Stadler. Darmok, that is so funny. I, I have to read this. He says, what you've just said, somebody, you get a million bonus points if you can name the movie. What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response was there anything that could even be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room Billy is Madison. now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Billy Madison. Fantastic. Easy. Fantastic. Uh, I think Elrose had it first. Good job, Elrose. One million bonus points for you. Uh, you know, that was that's a good but one. Thank you, Dharma. Just like whose line is it anyway, the points are made up. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Absolutely correct. Congratulations, you're a winner. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Incursions just had their full relaunch. Here only days ago, uh, it happened on I believe what th uh, th uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, or was it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? I can't remember. I think it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday, and Friday, Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, see. Uh, Aaron Dax says, and they still sucked. All right. Now here's the deal. All right. I I will say that this is not what I had in mind, Bubba Joe. It was a step in the right direction, but we still aren't there, okay? Step in the right direction. Even KP says better, but definitely some room to grow. I agree. 
I agree. Let's take a look at what we got, Bubba Joe, and I just kind of want to hash out what some of the differences were and why they may have been good or what adjustments need to still occur. Let's let's break these down from uh, from a couple of different perspectives, okay? We'll break them down and see what was an improvement, what was not. So first, let's just start with the overall incursion event, the server v. server event. They did, here's what happened, Bubba Joe, they leveled out the points, all right? They leveled out the points so that attacking and defending scored the same number of points, the requirement was, which I don't know why this was confusing. I really don't know why this was confusing, but a lot of people were asking a lot of questions about this, Bubba Joe. You only scored points if you were hitting a member of the opposite server. Now, it didn't matter where you were this time, Bubba Joe. You could be attacking. You could be defending. It did not matter for this event what server you were on. The points were all level. This removed the priority to move to the other server, okay? For, and again, we're talking about the overall incursions server v. server event. We're going to talk about how maybe these events are not quite so synergistic. We'll talk about that momentarily. But Bubba Joe, just the main overall header event removed the priority from being on a different server, meaning that you could score the same number of points on your own server. The catch was you had to hit players from the opposing server. We had a lot of people, Bubba Joe, come and, and question and ask, well, this just means that now we can, we can rig it. We'll just go raid each other. No, that's not how that worked. Okay. Uh, as we had mentioned for several weeks leading up even to the beta test, Bubba Joe, and then after the beta test and leading into this run, the requirement has been always and was again this time required for you to hit a member of the opposite server. Killing somebody from your own server would not score. Okay? So that in and of itself, a step in the right direction. I still think it's not enough. But, Bubba Joe, I did hear the following statement. Defensive servers will always lose. That is what I heard. Now, may I offer you an example from my own personal experience? Server 15 was the offensive server. Server 21 was the defensive server. And server 21 was victory, was victorious. Snipe says server 17 was on the defense and we won. Sandman says server 40 was on defense and we won. Kobayashi says server 55 was on defense and we won. Valiant says server 201 was on defense and we won. Bina says server 30 was on defense and we won. Okay, why a wonder says server 31 was on offense and we got our tails kicked. Okay, so first of all, let me just go out and say no. Defensive servers do not have a, a massive disadvantage here. Okay, I do see a point, Bubba Joe, which is why I want to take it further. Okay, I do understand one point, which was that... If a defensive server was not moving over 
and the offensive server was coming over that the offensive server would be able to find more sleepy whales. Is that different than any other incursion? Just real quick. Anybody? Bubba Joe, is that That, different? Nope, that is exactly the same. That's exactly the same. All right, if somebody crosses over, they find a sleepy whale, well, yeah, that's going to happen. Guess what? For the purposes of the overarching server v. server event, you could have done the exact same thing. Because, again, the points were leveled out. So you could have gone, even as a defensive server player, you could have gone to the offensive server and rated for equal number of points, and that's what happened. That's what happened. Now, Bubba Joe, I am on record saying that in my perfect vision of this event, there would be no scoring on the, uh, on the offensive server. In my perfect version of this, everything happens at home field. Now, some players have very loudly disagreed with me, Bubba Joe, and that's fine. Some players have embraced the chaos, all right? Um, But there are some synergistic problems with the way that this one presented. And further, Bubba, if I were to get my way, see, now, divine, if DJ's vision, then only offense would win. I'm pretty sure we said that before this incursion, but we got a bunch of defensive servers that won. Now, granted, they could cross over, right? So I've got two, now that we've played in it, Bubba Joe, I've got two different ideas for the server v. server event. Either A, actually leave it the way it was with offense and defense and and going to the other server and rating if you want, but I still think rating is too heavy, heavily weighted, Bubba. I so still I think, think a like one player can, can swing this thing. I, I still think that we got to figure out a better point balance on the server v. server. Go ahead, Bob. So I th- but but I, what they're saying in the chat is it, under your system... They wouldn't have been able to cross over and score. I, I understand. I totally understand. And that is correct if you don't fix the point scoring. Rating is weighted way too highly for, for, for my idea to work. But now you remember, Bubba Joe... That was part of my plan. Devalue rating. All right, don't remove it, but let's make it a little bit more balanced so that actual base defense, actual PvP, actual... You know what? I had this idea, uh, or I didn't. Someone told me this idea, and I I really, really liked it. It's probably going to go in my report. If you want to encourage PvP, how about... We removed the rating mechanic entirely. <laughs> but instead, Bubba Joe, replace it with a docking mechanic. Now, listen, Scrappy, replace it. I know, Devon, people would still raid. Replace it with a docking mechanic. That way, Bubba Joe, somebody actually coming in to defend that raid can actually prevent you from scoring by participating in active raid defense. Meaning, you blow up that amalgam, they don't score. Well, 
they score their protected cargo, but what is that on an amalgam? 500,000? 750,000? 1 million? If that. If If that. that. But if you did scoop that big player and you were able to Rialta bomb or or Ryan Corvette bomb or, or whatever bomb and you were able to get that thing back home, then you got the score. Then you got paid. So if you're going to leave scoring on both servers like this, then I think you modify the rating piece of this and make it docking. And even then, Bubba Joe, it is still probably too heavily weighted. We got to get some bigger, bigger damage points in there. All right. Now, let's, uh, that's right. Moon Knight says, ooh, I can see using other mechanics in the game. Cloaks would become gold. I don't know. You could get in, Moon Knight, but if somebody was actively right there defending, you're either going to have to quickly summon out, or, I mean, you're not going to be able to recloak, but they're going to tap you. They're going to tap you right there as soon as you're done with battle, right? For those of you who are super into raid defense, you know that while Bubba Joe is circling that base, while his, his, his ship is attacking the base, you guys know that you can click it, right? You can click it. And the added feature, station. Added feature DJ, uh, with lag, you could uh, cloak going in, hit attack once, and by the time you're done, your cloak cooldown will be over. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> that was the case for some so, people. Uh, that was the case. In, I, I really, truthfully, I think that that was a little bit more isolated than, than what we may be giving credit to in the chat. I know that there was some lag. So, but Even I experienced some does, lag, but it wasn't nearly as bad as usual. How does that prevent a single player from tilting in incursions? Well, Genuine it, question. Th- not entirely. It doesn't entirely. But it does incentivize raid defense. Okay? It does incentivize raid defense. Meaning, Bubba, if I come and interfere with you, I mean, listen. The biggest whale, the biggest level 60 ships out there, their amalgams can still die to a Vidar. Their amalgams can still die to a Tally. Their amalgams can still die to any Definitely warship. Definitely to a throw. Tally. I'm not, I'm not convinced they still die to a, to a Vidar. Well, maybe not, but people got a chance. Sure. You have a chance. So what if what if instead of allowing this, right? What if we had something different? Explain. So what if instead of this we had um to encourage participation of both servers and instead of leaderboards we had Kobayashi Maru milestones and each milestone of you killing someone you got to move up that further and further up that list. And that was the primary scoring mechanic. And rating resources was the secondary, less important, tie-breaking scoring mechanic. So, yes, you could find that uber whale to drain, and you could get, you know, a couple of trillion points. But if the thousand people on your server are engaging in PvP with the other server and getting these milestones, these ever-increasing milestone points then you as a server are actively participating in this event in the way it's intended with PvP, and your score is going to be higher than just one whale giving up resources. 
So I think that is certainly reasonable. Um, I'd have to give that – I like it because we, you and I have talked about this before, Bubba Joe. We've talked about kind of making the incursion events more of a completionist meta as compared to leaderboards, which I do still like. All right? I do still like. As a matter of fact, that was another thing, Bubba, that they took a small step towards. I'm not going to say that it was significantly good, but, well, sig significantly good. It was better. Okay? Let's talk about our SMS. All right? Let's talk about the SMS. The SMS this time did, in Whoa. fact... You're going to use the good description for the SMS? Well, no, I'm comparing the SMS to your SMS idea, okay? We got, okay. We got more events to go. All right, we got more events to <laughs> go. Go ahead, continue. Sorry. The, the SMS, um, what I can really honestly say that was good was that they did put players on the right server. Is that a can – we, can we all agree on that? Okay, thank you. We at least got players on the right server, Bubba Joe. All right? Meaning that if I was on offense, then I had to go to server 21. Server 21 was on defense. They stayed on server 21. Okay? Cool. Cool, cool. All right? That said, I am not sure that they got the bracketing and the systems quite right. Now, for those of you complaining... That a level 60 came into the level 40 system. I'm sorry. Okay? I am not going to necessarily drive down that, that rabbit hole. All right? Because they were getting points for damage dealer. And, Bubba Joe, that's not new. The event didn't ask them to do that. They, they just did it. Okay? That wasn't the event that made them come into the lower brackets. That was them... Coming down to get damage points. Can't be helped. It's going to happen. If there is a damage leaderboard, it's going to happen. All right? Um, where I think we have a slightly larger problem. All right? Let me see if I can find it. Here it is. Where I think we have a slightly larger problem is in, for example, let's take a look at the 46 bracket, Bubba Joe. 46 to 50 could play with a Discovery all the way up to a G4 Epic, Enterprise A, Hecta, or a Tribute. Now, the last time we got in a, a PvP event like this, which actually, if I'm not mistaken, happened this past month, Bubba Joe, during the arc, they actually took out the top ship availability. Like, if you remember... They took out the G5 Epics for the purpose of the solo milestone. Now, you know, still taking an ISS Jellyfish or, you know, a Frank A up against the Pylum, still not that great. Uh, Borg Fox says, I just let someone kill my disco over and over. So, is there a saving grace with this event? It was that there were lost points, Bubba Joe. But, whoo, listen, Borg, if you were in the, if you were in Ops 46, <laughs> You had to let your discovery die 100 times. <laughs> 100. If you were Ops 46. All right. Now, if you were in Ops 50, you could use your G4 Rare or your G4 Epic. All right. You were probably winning a lot, Bubba Joe. And that event would have only required you to win 
five times I, against other epics. On the same, I, by so, the same note, hang on, by the same note, Borg, that level 50 player who has his Tribune would have had to have killed your Discovery 150 times. So if you mm. lost to a Discovery, it was 100 times. If you lost to a Tribune, it was not 100 times. Your Discovery <gasps> lost to a Tribune. Yes. So is it crazy? That's right. Sorry, Borg. I was doing my math wrong. So, okay. Well, then you know what? I'm going to step back on this a little bit. Thanks, Bubba. This SMS at least put people in the same server. The brackets, I think, still have a lot to be desired. But at least they scaled the loss points. That, I believe, is relatively new, right? Scaling loss points, I think, is an adjustment to this event. Didn't used to be that way. As a matter of fact, I was so used to it being the other way, I didn't even notice it. Lloydson says, I think they did that last time. Now, listen, last time we had the Franklin PvP event, so none of the other ships counted. All right? So, now, if you're talking about the PvP event that we actually got during Voyager Part 1, then I agree. I agree. Vinius says, <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying. Vinius says, no one wants to PvP in a special system. You know, Vinius, me personally, I agree. I like Galaxy PvP, but you know, Bubba, tell him, tell him, tell him, Bubba Joe, what happens in a Galaxy PvP event? Miners die. It's, it's just, a purge it's day. Still, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second, Bubba Joe. There was a damaged leaderboard, too, wasn't there? So isn't it purge day anyway? Ah, it's not. Guys, I know that a lot of people are very, very fussy about incursions. All right? Here's why Scopely should have gone with galaxy-wide PvP on this SMS. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And no one minds during incursions, Divine? Probably not, but they could have. They could have. Why? Someone tell me why, because this was also new. No, not with envoys. Someone tell me why, because this was new. Hmm. Let's think about I, it here for a second. Let's take a look at I, another I, event. Go I ahead, mind. I, I went and uh, partially drained all the nodes in G5 space on the opposing server. <laughs> That's funny. So they wouldn't have any full nodes for uh, Latin Monday. Okay. Let's talk. You're that was evil. fun. You're evil. All right. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about another event that we got that was indeed modified. Defender damage solo leaderboard and invader damage solo leaderboard. Again, Bubba, these events retooled to only score points on the defensive server. And again, this to me, is a step in the right direction. This is what I've wanted all along. The solo leaderboard for damage only scored on the home server. Meaning, in my example, again, server 15, server 15 would only score damage if I was on 21. Server 21, on the other hand, 
only score damage if they were on server 21. Bubba Joe, again, positive motion. Again, giving players the quote-unquote opt-out mechanic by server 21 could have moved to server 15 to avoid the chaos, right? That was what I was saying. That was one of my things about put all the points scoring on one server. That way, there was effectively an opt-out mechanic, right? Well, for damage dealer, there was. Okay? That was positive. That was an improvement. Damage dealer only scored on the home server. When I say home server, it's a baseball analogy. The defending server. Okay? Graduated says, already an opt-out shield. (laughs) Ask some of the people who thought they had a shield up how that worked out. Okay? But Bubba Joe. Again... Scopely had some good ideas that that I feel were rooted in some of the feedback we gave, but daggone it, just a little bit timid, like we talked about in the state of the game. Just a little bit timid because they didn't quite pull the trigger. They didn't quite go far enough, did they? Because let's look at the next event. So, Bubba Joe, if Server 21 players who did not want to participate moved to Server 15 so they could do their dailies and they could do their mining and they could do, you know, whatever it was that they had to do, what happened on Server 15? Two things could have happened. One, we already discussed, they could have still been raided. That was a thing because raiding points happened. What else could still happen on Server 15? Damage points? Nope. Not oh. damage points. Not damage. The damage de- uh, the damage leaderboards were only on the home base server. You got it, Ginmore. You got it, Lloydson. You got it, Divine. The champion solo leaderboard, Bubba Joe, for kills. Now, again, they did level it out. One PvP win as an invader, 10 points. One PvP win as a defender, 10 points. No specificity to the server. Meaning that if 21 was on 15 and I'm on 15, I could have killed 21's minor and gotten 10 points. Vice versa. If I'm on 15 and server 21 comes to my server, they could have killed me and gotten 10 points. So the points were level and Xborg, yes, you could still, as long as it was from a different server, you could still hump a dead base for 10 points a pop. All right. Valiant says, why does base humping give points? Because technically, the way the game's written, it's PvP. Okay. Attacking a base is PvP. So, that's a thing. Now, until the kill counter event literally goes away... That's going to be a thing. Guys, they, 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 unless they take out kill counting, which is the champion leaderboard, humping a dead base will be a thing. It is a PvP event. It cannot be modified given the current state of code that they are working with. 
All right. Now, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, if they had been a little bit more bold, if they had been a little bit more willing to to really dive into the DJ school of thought on this thing, it would have been exactly like the damage dealer. Server 15 would have gotten an offensive 10 points per kill as an attacker. And Server 21 would have gotten 10 points per kill as a defender. Now you've got synergy between these events. Because what happens, Bubba Joe? Well, on the defending server, 21, I can get damage points. I can get kill counts. Right? And I can get raid points. On Server 15, though, the way they had it was you could get raid points, no damage, and still get kill counter points. I think you got to go all in. I'm fine that they made the def- that the damage dealer was better. But it's kind of null and void, Bubba Joe, if they don't do the other two events at the same time. If server 15 is meant to be or or can be a safe haven, then let it be the safe haven. Server 21 players who want to avoid can go there. Server 15 players who want to avoid stay home. Don't go anywhere in this particular case because we were the offensive server. So let's rehash, Bubba Joe. Did Scopely make improvements? Yes, I do believe that they did. We'll talk about rewards in a minute. I do believe that they did make improvements, Bubba Joe. But they were they were fractured. Meaning that the the great, I might even say, improvements that you made to one or two of the events were watered down by the fact that the other events didn't change enough. Okay? Damage dealer was an improvement. The SMS, also an improvement. And yeah, they did change some shorts because the points were at least leveled out this time. It wasn't three times as many points if you were, if you were an attacking player so that was a change but it still wasn't enough it wasn't enough okay now um some people uh fallopian writing the sms was bad not enough pvp only pvp was in base rating defense that's kind of how it usually is all right which is why i'm pushing so hard to to kind of fix that all right, I, it's always been that way. Base rating and base defense has always been the source of PvP. Anytime that I play incursions, that's where I go. I find a hot spot on the map, I go. We start blowing things up, and they blow me up, and that's that's what I find fun about it. Trader, that's what you used to find fun about incursions, right? By the way, good evening and welcome. Twenty-four hours. Oh no, not even. 16 hours, 16 hours, we have G6, traders ready for G6 in hours. I'm kidding. Obviously, because I'm saying that, it's obviously, since I'm saying that, it can't be true. Um, Anyway, trader, you've told me before, when you played incursions, even when you played in the beta with us, where did you go? What did you do? You didn't go home with dead right base. Over to the, no, I went right over to the opposing server and got right in the middle of a scrum and 
That's, you know, that's what people do. Yep. That's what, if we, if you are a player that likes incursions for the PvP, that's how you play it. You don't yeah, hop a dead base for 24 hours. It's boring. I cannot imagine doing that. Uh, that would make me want to throw my iPad through the window and gouge my eyes out in the process. Oh, dude. I, I can't even raid. Like, I don't do well on the raider board. I, I can raid for like 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh, God, this is terrible. So then I start go looking for other bases, and I'll crack them for my team, but I'm like, I ain't raiding. It's boring. It, it is funny. It's boring. It's funny how, how, how often, how in, how uh, I haven't, I don't do it very often, like, you know. Like 15 minutes into it, you're like, no, oh, this sucks. It does suck. <laughs> Rating is terrible. All right. Now, on the other hand, I know that some people really like it. I like. I know some people really like it, Bubba, and I'm not knocking it. It's just not for me. All right. I would rather be like Trader. I want to. I want to jump right in, head first into the dog pile. Yep. All right. All right. I feel exactly the same way you do about rating. Uh, Bubba Joe says he's got an hour in him. I've got about five scoops, and then I'm like, all right, something else now. Eh, I might get more than <laughs> five, but yeah, man, I'm just not feeling it. Not unless now, Trader, I guess if we do find that like super mega whale and I can get like, you know, I don't know, a hundred billion per scoop, I'm probably in on that. All right. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm probably I in mean, on that. I would be the, let me find that giant whale that has a quadrillion resources showing, so I'm pulling one trillion a scoop. Yeah. Then I. Yeah. Then I. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, for, for you, that may be. For me, I'm not into needing the, you know, like the multiple trillions per scoop yet. But you, listen, hundreds of billions per scoop, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm in on that. All right. But that just didn't happen much. It didn't, I, it didn't happen for me. I think the I mean we did find some larger players but I'm pretty sure that the most that I think I scooped all along was my biggest scoop in the 24 hour period was probably half a billion. It was probably a half a billion. All right? And I mean listen, that's still a pretty sizable base, but man, half a billion just doesn't do a whole lot for me anymore. You know? I just need so many more resources than that. This is this is as if someone may have been saying this like over a year ago. What? That the economy screwed up? Yeah, obviously. That a billion resources doesn't mean anything. Oh, I'm not saying. Yeah, no, your economies are different. A billion resources for you would would be like a million resources for me. As a matter of fact, I was having a chat with a player. Uh, let me see if I can find it here real quick. I was having a chat with a player. Hopefully my chats haven't disappeared yet, because sometimes I do. Uh, here it is. Here it is. All right. I was raiding, and uh, he uh, he came online. I got him for probably, I don't know, six or seven scoops. He was probably online and maybe just had to reboot or this or that. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he lagged out or glitched out, because there was a little bit of that. Um, he said, well, that sucks. You just took, you know, whatever it was, uh, $300 million or something like that. I said, you know what? Honestly, like, I'm only doing it for the points. Like, yeah, here it was. I got six scoops of $100 million per scoop. Six scoops, $100 million per scoop. We talked about that. He said, man, that would be great. I'm like, yeah. So my next building 
needs 1,400 scoops, and I can do that building. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> he was like, listen, on 100 million, I could do seven buildings. Or, well, probably not quite like that, but not 1,400 <laughs> scoops. Not 1,400. Can, can, we, can we talk about rewards now? Because I got a number for you. Well, hang on. Yeah, almost. Almost. All right. We still got 12 minutes in a segment. I'll give you the last 40 seconds. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, listen, here's what, here's what I want to say. All right. I know that people are jaded against incursions. You guys are – it's obvious. All right. Because a lot of people, Bubba, didn't see the changes. All they wanted to see was incursion sucks. Well, it still wasn't right. Still wasn't right. It was actually better. And I'm not going to go out on a limb and talk about this six-month thing. I, I know that I kind of did it to echo a little bit, and that was, that was kind of to tr try to drive a point. But I can also tell you guys, I've been in touch with this team. They haven't been working on it for six months. All right. Scopely canceled the last run, what, November or December, Bubba Joe, and then identified the need to really work on it. This team wasn't fully formed until probably late January, early February. February, and, and yep. I, I, it was February, I think, right, Bubba? Because, and even then we talked about they really didn't have a chance to get their feet under them because February was a short month. So I would imagine that the team was probably formed in February. They probably actually started working on it in March. Now, granted, that's 45, 50 days but they're also not solely dedicated to incursions. They got other responsibilities, yada, yada, yada. Okay? But at the end of the day, what they did with a couple of these events was indeed better, but it was watered down by the fact that they didn't do better enough on the other events. They still watered it down. So, Bubba, with regards to the events, I'm going to call for it again. This is my synopsis. Then uh, I will allow you guys to come to the stage and tell me if you like it or if you, I'm crazy, and then Bubba Joe can talk about rewards. Server v. server event only scores on the defensive server. Uh, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. It can score on either server, Bubba Joe. Oh, God. I really don't like it. You know what? No, I'm taking it back. Server v. Server only scores on the defensive server where rating is indeed a tiebreaker. I kind of like your idea of completionist events, Bubba Joe. All right. Solo milestone, uh, heroic solo milestones with trophies built into them so that after you hit so many points doing whatever that you score another set of trophies for the solo milestone event. That takes it completely away from damage. That takes it completely away from resources rated. And you can still have a resources rated mechanic in there at one point per steal. But Bubba Joe, each and every trophy that everybody earns is worth what? 100 million? 1 billion? I don't know. We're going to have to do the math. We'll have to do the math, but. Have to do some so math on what that. What I would do is I would say if you have, a, if you want to, you know, I would look at the points on the server versus the population. But. You know, if you say you have a thousand players and your average score is in the twenty trillion range, then we want to give, you know, twenty billion points for each event. 
Something like that, sure. All right. I do kind of like that idea. And then it, you break it down by trophy, right? So, But yes, yes. I do kind of like that idea. Or if you're going to keep the leaderboard aspect of the server v. server event, just for the love of Pete, take some of the weight off the rating. That, that's been a very loud, clear statement for a while. One player can swing the tide, and it should not be that way. Secondly, but, go ahead, Blue. Oh, I was going to say champion needs an overhaul. Champion a, needs to be say, abolished. You, you, you can't fix the base, like attacking bases counting for points. Like, okay, that can't change. It doesn't mean like, oh, nothing can be fixed. It just means that you need to find a way to add metrics that exceed the score of hitting bases like that. Well, you could do that. Um, personally, I think the kill counter event could go, Bubba Joe. I think the easiest thing with champion is to drop it. All right? And crazy, you can't make bases count for no points, technically. Okay? Because bases are PvP. Sure you can. They are sure PvP. you can. Yeah, by removing the event. No, no. I, okay, I'm actually serious, DJ. You can do it. It just involves a crap ton of code. <laughs> well, Because you can okay. have the event call out each specific ship exactly. Oh, dude. And anything else that isn't those ships wouldn't score. Yeah, they can't. Well, I mean, you're right. Tech, like, technologically, it is possible. That's how they would have to do it. It will never happen. All right. Not only that, but as we know, and as I've shared with you guys before, there are a limited number of parameter lines in an event. Now, it's still a really high number, all right, uh, like 50 or 70 or maybe it's even 100. I don't know. But if you take every ship combination in the game, there's more than 100. So it can't work, all right? It can't work. So get rid of champion. Get rid of it. The kill counter doesn't matter anyway. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, what does the kill counter incentivize it's not the damage event is it let me ask would a level 60 be as inclined to kill miners if it was based on damage no no well the big miners maybe well yeah maybe the big miners sure okay this is, yeah, and you know what, Snipes, I'm with you there. Need we remind the people? Scoopley trying to fix base humping was the problem that caused the entire incursion breakdown before the, uh, the, before the 1520 beta test. All right, so you got problems there. You got problems there. I say drop champion. It literally serves no purpose. And if anything, it will decentivize the hitting of miners, which, listen, whether or not you want to protect miners or this or that, people aren't going to care about what doesn't reward them. Remove champion. The SMS, good steps by putting it all on the home server, make it galaxy-wide. Galaxy-wide, no problems finding anybody, don't have to hide out in a no, system. No, 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 no. Galaxy-wide for damage. I'm never going to find people, DJ. Sure you Maybe will. Maybe that works for the 30s and 40s, no, but I'm here's why never going to find somebody. No, here's why you would. Because show up at any raid defense, boom, SMS done. 
No, because I only get points for G5 ships. No, that's my point. Make it damage, make it galaxy-wide, ship-wide, whatever. And again, are you going to be incentivized to go hit freaking cavorts? No, you're going to go for the big ships. You're going to go for the big ships. And by the way, Becca says, I want a specific system, but here's the deal. You already have a damage dealer solo leaderboard that's not limited by system. So your ships can still die, and it's still okay because there's still points for it. So why not put the SMS everywhere? DJ, we've done the galaxy-wide SMS. And it worked. People liked it. it. It did not work for the 50s. You couldn't find somebody to hit. In in a specific system, I can agree with no, you. No, in a galaxy wide, you can't. In the specific system, oh at least there's a chance you're going to run into somebody. Somebody's going to send a ship up there to try and do their event. But galaxy wide, the galaxy is too big. Look at the map and look for a glowy that, system. And more than that, what hap- ends up happening is people see your ship, a G five ship, come rolling in, and they're like, "I'm out of here." Uh... That's. Um, don't on me. I'm telling uh, you. Listen, lots, lots of G5 players rolled up on my raids. I just, I just Rialta bombed them. I tried to raid anyway. It was actually more fun to raid that way. At least it wasn't boring. I agree. I I do agree. I know what you're saying. And I do agree. Yeah. Rand, you know what? I did that. I did that a couple of times, Rand Susie. He was like, yeah, forget that. I put on base defense and hoped they would tap my base. I did that a couple of times too. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I told you guys. I don't remember if – actually, may, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Did I? I think I did. I had a great interaction with a player who was actually surprised, Bubba Joe. Let me see if I can find his name. Shout out to Big Dog. Shout out to Big Dog on Server 21. He and I had a great conversation, Bubba, because he was talking about – here was his first message. He tapped my base. I wish I had the battle log. I think I do maybe somewhere. I don't remember. Big Dog tapped my base with like a 300 million power ship. All right. I don't remember what ship it was. It was like 350 million power. And I survived. He sends me a message. He's like, well, that's a pretty proper crew loadout. I said, thanks. That's a pretty beastie ship you got there too. And and so then later, he comes back, Trader, and he tries to double tap me. All right, he brings another big ship and then a second big ship and he tries to double tap and get through and I still got it. Why? Yo, Blue Mandalorian. Yo, 867. Yo, what's up, uh, Star Ocean? Why? Because I was, in, I was able to instant repair and I even told him that. He said, man, you repair like the Flash. I said, actually, what I'm doing is I'm using these cheap ships because... I click on the instant repair. It does cost me one lat, but it cuts my repair time in half because I get to click once instead of twice. It saves me one click per ship. It's literally half the time. You don't have time to hit me again before I've repaired at least a couple of ships. He said, you you do have to repair like the flash. Oh, yeah, he did. He says, you repair like the flash, and I was repairing pretty quick. He said, well, on." he's like, I really thought I was going to get in. My repair cost on this one had been a little bit steep. I'm going to go hunt elsewhere. Have a good one. I said, yo, thanks, man. It was great chatting with you. And that was a five- to seven-minute conversation. All right? But, yeah, listen, if somebody shows up, and by the way, when he showed up to hit me, I was raiding one of his buddies. 
I was raiding one of his buddies, then he hits me. Well, then I got damage points too. That's why I'm saying, Bubba, like you show up at any raid defense. If you find a single raid, I feel like you so, could get your DJ, damage points. Yes, but we're actually trying to decentivize raiding in this new system that you're trying to put together. How many raids do you think are going to happen? Oh, that will always happen because people love raiding fresh blood. So I can recall not the first one and not this last one, but every incursion in between was dead. Couldn't find anyone. No one was raiding. I mean, there were a couple people raiding because we were obviously scoring points, but they were few and far between. I'm telling you, we've done this before. It doesn't work unless you have two servers that are massively engaged and not just one whale for each server that's been found that's being drained. Yeah, dead servers are dead. That sucks. And listen, I'm not saying that he's wrong. Maybe your experience wasn't that. Correspondent says on server 14, listen, 14 is a pretty active server. I've been there. Server 14 is pretty crazy. But look, on the other hand, retrieving says, yeah, rating was dead on my server. Okay? So, you know, I- I'm not saying that that there's one right answer here, um, but I I do broadly generally think if you open it up, it's easier to get that thing done, in, in my opinion. Okay? Bubba has his own opinion. That's totally cool. We'll fight about it after the show, off the air. Duke's gloves off. <laughs> but, no, I, I think uh, – I think that needs to happen. As long I think- as Daisy shows up, I'll be there. There you go. So, champion, drop it. Damage, perfect. Server v. Server, reimagine it. Rating, also leave it on one server. Just like the damage, put it on one server. And the SMS, my opinion is make it galaxy-wide. Damage only, any ship. And again, inherently by doing so, you will decentivize minor hitting. Uh, Bubba Joe agrees probably with most of that except for except for the Galaxy thing. Now, Bubba Joe, uh, rewards. Woo! Can I just tell you, I, I am probably slightly embarrassed by this. I don't think that I've actually spent incursion rewards in a very long time. Um, Six I, months, maybe? <laughs> I have a lot. Where where is that where is that stuff where is it in the in the resources no other probably in other, um and they're called uh, incursion coins and then incursion coins 2.0 or something silly, you don't even know which is which until you get into the store. Uh, where is it? <laughs> Trying to find it. Anyway, Bubba Joe, I have a lot. I actually did log into the store to see the changes that were made, and then. I was so underwhelmed that I just kind of forgot about it, and I never went back. Um, I didn't spend any loot, just like I haven't spent any loot for some time. Let's go. It must be in the materials tab, because I can't find it in other. Uh, There's artifacts. Golly, where is it? It's in, oh, it's in other? Did I miss it? Where is it? Near the top? Somebody tell me. How many rows down? How much junk is in your... Inventory tab. Bubba Joe, how much loot do you have? I'm gonna ask I'm gonna put you on the spot while I'm trying to find mine because I keep it. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Nor do we care. That's the problem. I can buy I can buy the one thing I want to buy from the incursion store pretty much for as long as I would like to buy it. Here we go. All right, so which one is incursion coin? Is that the one for the store or is that the one for the that's the one for the exos, right? Is that right? And then incursion coins coin. used everywhere. The coins used everywhere. Uh, coin two is the event store, right? Yeah, coin, Mimi says coin one is the exos, coin two is the event store. Okay, very good. So I've got like 5,600 coin two. So maybe I've spent them at some point, Bubba Joe. I don't know. Um, on the other hand, how much did you guys get? To, to start Bubba Joe off with an observation, I just simply want to ask this question. Is it just me... Or did the last time we had incursions, both participants in the server v server event got some got some stuff right? Got the uh, there was a second place reward, correct or incorrect? I believe that's correct. That's correct. That was the first thing that I noticed was that the actual server v server event only paid the winner this time. They did not actually pay the second place server. So, Stinky McStinkerson on that, okay? I'm not sure why that change was made unless it was an oversight, but I did not like that. All right? Um, Bubba, the second thing, which I'm hoping that you'll go into, is the Event Completionist Alliance Leaderboard, Vessel Specialist Alliance Leaderboard, and Expert Researcher Alliance Leaderboard. If I'm looking at these, Bubba, the one thing that I guess I could say is that they are indeed gimmies. Bubba, even in free-to-play, when we're talking about event store months, we consider 25th place in an ALB as free-to-play. So, in the event completionist, Bubba Joe, everybody in the galaxy was guaranteed... Big rewards. I don't know why y'all complaining. Why is everybody complaining? Oh, yeah. Scopely offered you one Harrison shard and 175 trait XP. Are you not excited? Are you not entertained? Well, can I just be honest with you? Well, I know what you said during the state of the game, so I'm 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 really hoping you can say it again here, so I can tell you that you're wrong. What? That the rewards are mathematically better? Sure, they are, but they're still lame. All right, they did pay more. You got you, you got more coins. Where? There was more coins handed out, and the event store was retooled a little bit, and these ALBs were new. But, I mean, again, it it's so cheap. It's so cheap. Okay? 175 trade XP. One rare shard. Okay? Yeah. Objectively, it's more. It's just, it's like a nickel. It's like a nickel. It's so bad. 
All right. Uh, maybe, maybe, you know what? That's event completionist. Let's take a look at the ship XP one. That was good, Bubba Joe. Ship XP. Everybody's been waiting to spend their ship XP. This one is great. I'm so jazzed to be able to dump some ship XP. Woo, woo, woo. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, hell, here we are again, Bubba Joe. 25th place, one rare shard and 315 assembly medals. Does anybody know where assembly medals are used? I'm just going to throw this out there and remind you that it's the worst piece of content in the entire history of Star Trek Fleet Command. Assembly medals are used in your star-based research tree, which is probably one of the stupidest and most worthless. There are a couple of good nodes. There's a couple of good nodes. But the tree in general is Garbo. I know, Dr. Juby, there's a couple of good nodes in there. Couple. There are. There's a couple good nodes in there, but it's mostly garbage. 315 assembly medals. One Julian Bashir shard. Now, you know what? At least it's an officer that is not sourced, Bubba Joe. So everybody got one shard closer to your unlock. Woo! All right, researcher. This has got to be the one, Bubba Joe. This is it. This is the big mama. Woo! Strange New Worlds La'on. The previously unsourceable cargo expansion below deck officer. Yes! I'm so excited. Excited! It's so exciting, Papa Joe. I'm very excited. <laughs> One shard and 550 axionic chips. Hey guys, 500. I don't know why y'all complaining. 550 axionic chips is enough for three exos out of your daily draw. Three, three exos. Maybe, maybe you go in there and you pull it and you get a rare exo. Huh? Huh? So, you know, there you go. There you go, Bubba Joe. Three exos and a La'on shard. <sighs> so. Yeah, we got to do better. We got to do better, Bubba Joe. Now, if you come back to the traditional events, the defending damage solo leaderboard, um, I guess. It's, it's, isn't it about the same as what it's usually been? Handful of Una shards, a little Syndicate XP is what it is, right? That, that really, I don't think, changed that much. Champions, same thing. Una shards, subspace relay parts. You had the, the, the let's see, we did the champion. Here's the SMS. The SMS paid out. The, the event store loot. And the event store got a little bit. <sighs> Syndicate XP was new, yes. Syndicate XP was new. Now, Aaron Dax, I, I agree that Bashir is not sourceable. Neither is Strange New Worlds. La'on, sourceable. So the choice of officer is fine. Bubba, I don't have a problem with the choice of officer, right? One. No. One. One shard. Mm. 
Mm, mm. This is where I come back to in the state of the game, Bubba Joe, and say, be bold. Be, don't be scared. Why are you scared? Bubba Joe, why is why is one shard? Why are they scared? Why are they trembling? Of that officer. Why are they trembling in their boots at sourcing Strange New Worlds on? I, I I just don't get it. <sighs> now, Wolfwood, again, I, I love you, man, but I, I'm not diving down this six-month road, okay? Just not. So I'm, that's, that's the last time I'm talking about six months, because it wasn't. Six months since we had it, but not since they dedicated the time to work on it. That being said, there were more events, so there were more rewards, but maybe they still budgeted it out for one day. I don't know, Bubba. I don't know. I got no explanation. It's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. You know? So Bubba's been dying to talk about the rewards. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. You, you want to comment? You We're talk way about the past rewards? the time. Yeah, it's fine. That's good. Go ahead. What do you got? The rewards were terrible, DJ. Flat out. None of the rewards were any good. Not nearly enough loot. Not nearly enough officer shards. Not nearly enough other resources. And don't get me started on that SMS. Which I am I, still convinced I, was You know wrong. that SMS? That SMS? I only have to complete that SMS. I did the math. 65,665 more times, and I can do a building. I am convinced that the SMS was just wrong. I mean, even for me, it was six million. I, I think it was supposed to be. I think it was off by a factor of a thousand. All right, me personally, I think it was for me. The top milestone was probably supposed to be six point four billion. That would be a little bit more consistent. Bubba Joe, for you at op sixty, you were at twenty two and a half million. Um, I don't know what's a normal SMS pay for you is twenty two and a half billion at the top milestone. So that would be roughly forty five billion in a single event. Does that sound? Like it's supposed to be about right? Just ballpark? No? no? What, what does a normal uh, event pay you? I, I, it probably needs to be a little more than that. That feels like what it would have been before they started to give uh, uh, scaled rewards. That oh. feels like rewards from about Well, and I, I, was, I was slightly wrong. Uh, so 45, so it actually had been 93 billion. Sorry, I was wrong. I didn't count the tokens. And I always do. In fairness, I always count the tokens because they do count. It would have been 93 billion for you, Bubba, at Op 60. No, that's getting closer. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say that's that. That's what I'm saying. This, these were wrong. They were just wrong. They were off by a factor of a thousand, as far as the resources. The materials were a little lackluster, but probably not wildly out of whack. It just, but again, it's the same thing we said during the state of the game. This is a once a month tent pole kind of event. Treat it with the respect that you want us to treat it with. How about that? You want us to be so engaged and love this thing and look forward to it and trash talk and write letters, right, Potts? You want us engaged. Well, then tempt us. Tempt us. Make us engaged. These rewards were just not, they weren't there. Now, for me, I played... Bubba, I played because I enjoyed the experience of incursions. 
All right. But you've often told me that I am a very, very different case. Very different case. And I get that. You are a unique case because you are a celebrity. I tested your theory this time. I changed my name. As a matter of fact, have you not seen in the chat all the people from 21 saying, where were you, DJs? Couldn't find you, DJ. That's because I went incognito. I was still very friendly, and I still chatted everybody, but nobody knew because my screen name trader was still left over from the last Twitch stream, which said, XP is not loot gain. Elro says, I knew it, name changer. All right. Yeah, um, I I didn't change my name from the last time it was on Twitch, so I didn't go on as as uh, Ultimate DJs. Grungandola says, I told everybody who you were, DJ. XP is not loot gain. I knew it was you. Yeah, that was me. Benny Hill says, I thought it was DJ's love towel. Nah, that was last week. Elro says, I wanted to kill your pylon with my pylon. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Bubba, or Elrose, I did want to kind of test Bubba Joe's theory about the whole celebrity status thing. I still feel like I got plenty of action, man. My base got tapped on a lot. Like, Server 21 was hunting. They were looking around. And they didn't know it was me. So, I tried. Well, but it's your server. No, no. Your server is the celebrity. There are lots of players on your server that are known because of your streaming. Just like there are lots of players on Rev's server that are known because he streams, right? That's true. And probably for others, right? So, certainly for those two servers. So, obviously, there is going to be a level of celebrity that people are going to go want to find, you know, Jonathan Ingram or DJ or Iron or uh, Irish Jack or, you know, any, like, people that you engage with on the regular. They're going to want to find those players and say, hey, I got a picture of this guy that's on a stream or I got a picture of this guy that's always harassing DJ or whatever. Even if they didn't get to find you, your server is a celebrity, just like Rev's server is a celebrity. That's fine. Like, that's just, that. that is going to, um, <laughs> it's, just, it's a good point, Elrose. Um, Elrose is like, no, is... Bubba Joe, sit down and be wrong. <laughs> I never want to find Jonathan Ingram's one billion power ships. Agreed. Uh, so Molly says, absolutely... Iris Jack kept finding me, found me like three or four times. Dude, IJ's very active. He he hunts a lot. He's in very active so, lines. Right. So so other servers don't necessarily have that draw. They just don't. Now, does that say that what happens on your server and would be good for your server isn't going to be good for other servers? No, they can be. Um, it just uh, to me, it says that there is going to be unique experiences that exist on your server that aren't necessarily going to be seen on other servers and their incursions. And, you know, the example that Ripper has had, who's never disclosed his server said, Hey, our servers are all been duds. Like he's on a European yeah. server, but they've all been duds. Yeah. Um, so it is, it, it is a unique experience on those servers. Now I do think that a lot of what you've talked about is good. I, I disagree about some of it and I completely disagree about the rewards. You're like mathematically the better. That's like saying I need. No, this is a statement I was had. With, I'm not disagreeing with, with you, man. Don't don't put the, me in a corner here. Don't put no, no, baby so, in a corner. All right. So putts, putts, and I were going back and forth during the state of the game as well, and he's like, "Dude, I'm getting this loot that I can't get any other way." It's like, yeah, but you need like 80 billion of it. Getting 300 is effectively zero. There's this law of large no- relativeness of large numbers. Like this, I will say it's this. effectively zero. I, I will say this. I feel like players no longer really need to be 
concerned with the subspace relay building. Like, can I say that? All right, because the whole health bonus, I'm at level 18. Now, I know a lot of players are, are more than me. Uh, but I'm at level 18. It gives 144%, which is a, a good number, Bubba. I'm not saying that it, it doesn't do anything. I'm just saying there's since this building came out, there's been a lot more that gives a lot more. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot more that gives a lot more. Where else can we get crazy, crazy whole health bonuses? Anybody? Where else? Let's take a look around. Buildings. Okay, what buildings? Um, artifact gallery? How about the artifact gallery? All right. I don't know where you guys are on it, but uh, I'm seeing in the chat that some people level 9, level 10. There's Kirk at level 7. Okay, let's take a look at, and where are you guys on the Artifact Gallery? Because I'm pretty sure last month we determined free-to-play could get it to at least like 2022, 20, right? So let's take a look. 20, let's just look at 20. Hall Health Bonus, 170%. 26, okay, 217%. 30, all right, 273%. Now, granted, it does all add up, Bubba. I'm just saying. The subspace relay building is not the draw it used to be. It's just not. You know, you've got artifacts now. You got skills now. You got all this other stuff. The 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 subspace Bajoran favors. Bajoran favors. Yeah, the subspace relay building is just meh. It, yeah, it's yeah, there. I, it's there. Up on it. Yeah, who cares anymore? No, I'm not saying that they. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do better. Okay, that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, you guys, like, don't feel stressed out about it. Don't feel stressed out about it, because it's a crappy building. There, I said it. Like three researches. It's a crappy building. The time says tip has changed the impact, and I agree. All right, I would be more concerned with what I can get as far as loot. Officer shards. Uh, what else? They added a couple of things in there this time, right? Commander. They, huh? But the wait, the incursion store? Or? Yeah, the incursion event store. Yeah, DAX, uh, yeah. fleet commanders. I'm going to be honest with you. I was not unhappy to see the fleet commanders. Divine yeah, got his Titan. Dude, the Titan was cheap-ish compared to what it cost for the loot. Divine, how much did you pay in loot to get the, the Titan? Look, clapping a Kirk, got the Defiant. Lloydson says you can unlock a fleet commander in two years. Uh, maybe with SMSs only. All right, people people could do better. As a matter of fact, I looked, Bubba. If That's probably why I didn't spend anything, because I want to see when it comes again and how much Spock progress I make. Because okay. with the loot that I had, I could have actually bought 37 fleet commander shards for Spock. I didn't, Bubba, because who knows what's going to happen between now and the next time it runs, but I could have got 37 shards of Spock. And I want Spock. You know? So I feel like the store was also improved. The loot, not so much, but at least things felt like they were scaled somewhat appropriately in the store. I mean, again, the fleet commander shard. Look, look at the chat. Royal power unlocked Spock. 
Moon Knight says, I got enough for Lacutus. Um, I got, ba- I guess, uh, half. Is that what you did, Moon Knight? Because I bought the rest for 50 bucks. Inspector got 40 Fleet Commander shards. Um, Wolfwood says that the Epic Officer shards still cost too much, and I agree, absolutely. Um, Stratolorian got 55 shards of seven of nine. Good. And I, I don't think I can be upset with that particular reward, at least not in how it was scaled. I've got bigger problems with all these other events that paid out like one officer shard, this and that. Retrieving says, how did y'all get so many shards? I mean, they weren't that expensive. I didn't write it down. Does anybody have a screenshot? Does anybody remember what what they cost? Because they weren't that much. What was it? Like one shard, I think was like, what, 100 coins? or 150, I think. 150 coins. It really wasn't that much. I think I had like 20-something shards, but I also held on to mine. I held mine, too, because it wasn't enough to, to finish, you know? So, Full Dog hooked up with 29 Defiant Blueprints. That speeds him up by a month. Now, again, I'm not trying to, to suspend anybody, okay? I still think that the rewards were very lackluster, at least in the events, Bubba Joe, but maybe they did take a step in the right direction with the store. I still think they need to do more. If they're going to offer Fleet Commander Shards, there they are, Thank you, Leon. 150 coins for a Fleet Commander Shard. So, how many coins could we earn? Let's do this real quick, Bubba, then we got to take a break. How many coins could you earn? Let's look at the SMS first. Here we go. SMS paid 1,000 coins in the solo milestone. Okay, 1,000 coins in the solo milestone. Then you had, let's take a look at the leaderboards, Bubba. See how deep they went. They went 250 deep. Oh, wait. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong one. That is champion, and it did subspace relay parts, so it didn't have any coins. Let's look at damage. Damage had syndicate XP, so also a bad example. Wait, did no coins come in any of the leaderboards? There's champion, damage. Not in the ALBs either, so... That was it, a thousand, and then whatever you got from the server event. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and that's still too slow, Bubba. So retrieving to answer your question, how did people get so many fleet commander shards? Because they weren't spending their loot before. <laughs> that's clearly, obviously, the answer, right, Blue? They weren't spending their loot before. Because I've got like 5,000. Probably it. Yeah. They weren't spending their loot before because the store was so freaking terrible. So that's obviously yeah, what they weird. were It's like, uh, you know, gotchas and everything like that. They seem to not work as well as just straight up incentive. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Cell said I had 10,000 before this one. So did they Did they used to do... Oh, graduated. Get off my case. Seriously, buddy. Love you, but get off my case. All right. They definitively, objectively were better. If you were, if I guess it probably depends on what you were looking at. Right? And I did point that out, Wolfwood. Second place didn't get loot. So the first place server got what? Another 500 coins? Is that another 500? Wait, the, the winner got 2,000? And this time the loser got nothing. 
See, now, I think that's more. Didn't didn't the winner last time? We've talked about the compensation chest, which we can touch on here just uh, in a second, too. Bubba, my, my pitch on the compensation chest has always been that it should have been equal to at least what the server would have got if they lost, right? But I'm pretty sure that's only like 500-something, right? 500, 480, 520, 600-something like that. So they took all the coins and they really dumped them into the server v. server event. Wow. Ursa Major. Major, Sorry, I said your name wrong. Said there used to be more SMSs. I wouldn't say a lot more. There used to be one more SMS because you had one for attack and one for defense. That's how it was. Uh, You had... Uh, it was only the very first run where you had four SMSs. We quickly got rid of that. Then they went to two, a 24-hour event for offense and a 24-hour event for defense. <clears throat> but I don't remember um, I don't remember what the payouts were. Bubba, was it 1,000 tokens? I don't feel like it was. Could have been. When did we get it last? Uh, October? Goodness gracious. The last, the last time the U.S. got it. Last time the United States got it. All right, let's see if we can find it. Uh, incursions. Here we go. All right, incursions in the month of October 2022. You had a server milestone that paid 300 coins. Oh, no, that was coins. That was for exos, so take it back. Um, nothing in that leaderboard. Here we go. Offensive attack was only resources. No. Wow, there's no event store loot in that SMS. Let me look at a different one. There's an AMS. Nope. Subspace relay parts. Huh. Guys, I'm here to tell you, the old SMSs did not have loot. It only came from the server v. server event. At least the one that ran in October, that is. Because I'm, I'm looking at it. I'll share it with you. And they had trophy tokens, I guess, for scoring and something. Ah. Uh. I'm sure I have some currency that was never used again. Uh, some kind of hidden mission token, it looks like. Here was the offensive event from October. I'll put it in the graphics room for you guys. That way you can see. And this this is from the this is from the reliable events tab. <laughs> All right. Uh, and that was on hull damage. That was the solo milestone. There were I can't find any others. The server milestone had 300, Bubba, and that's all I can see. Aside from the server v. server event. Interesting, interesting. So, I don't know, man. I feel like there might have been more coins here, too. Maybe that's why we never spent them, Blue, because what would you get? Five, six, seven hundred per event? It wasn't even worth it. I didn't even bother looking in there. It's... Just like with uh, faction ships and stuff, like I, I don't spend a single uh, faction credit on a blueprint until I have enough to immediately build it. There's no, it's just there's no reason to. 
There we go. So Sanders says the last Franklin v. Franklin event, which we got in May. Wait, what was that? Was that a 15? That was a 15 versus 20 or a 15 versus 20 event, right? So that one had incursion coins, had 480 in that solo milestone. That was May. Let's go back to May and take a look here real quick. All right, so May. Oh, crap. Reset filter. All right, in May, May 4th, here's the server v. server, and it was Franklin v. Franklin. Why isn't that showing up now? Hold on. Let me go look at this date. Why am I not seeing that? Was it on the 3rd? Let me click that again. All right, this was Thursday, May 4th. Ending Thursday, May 4th? What was this? Uh, Oh, it was only a 12-hour event. That's why I can't find it. I'm a goofball. Okay. Let's go back to that day, Thursday, May 4th, 2023. And I got to change my timestamp because it was only a 12-hour event. That's why I can't find it. Uh, Nine. We'll go eight. No, crap. Let's go 17. Sorry, trying to find stuff now. I still can't find that stupid thing. Anyway, there were incursion coins in that. And then presumably, right, Sanders, you got two of those events, right? You got one offense and one defense. So there you go. So two, um, that would have been, what, 900, right at 1,000. Call it (sighs) 1,000. I don't... um, yeah, Mimi, send it over. That'd be good. The run in the first four days. There you go. So, yeah, 480 is what you would have gotten. And I'll throw that in the graphics room as well. So, I don't know. It's like they reallocated it this time, Bubba Joe. They put it all in the winner's chest and gave the second-place server absolutely nothing, which is kind of poop, to be honest with you. It's kind of stinky. Stinky socks. I don't like it. Sanders, there was only four events in the very, very first run. Maybe the second run. Because remember, those were the six-hour events, and people hated them. So we got rid of them. Those were the six-hour events, and that, that, got, that got scrapped pretty quick. Schizo- oh, you know what? You're right. I remember that was when we started the whole put-us-in-the-same-place thing, Bubba Joe. They're right. There were two 12-hours. You had one for yes. attack and defense at the same time. Then another 12-hour attack and defense at the same time. That's right. There were four. So there was 2,000 coins there. So 2,000 coins there, 500 for the winner, and it was like 400 and something for the loser because it was another 1,000. So they've done the same thing. There's still 3,000. They just reallocated how they paid them. I don't like it. Do better. This is what we said the other day. Just do better. Do more. Do better. That's right, Peter. They they took from the losers and gave it to the winners, which <sighs> some people are going to say that that's fine in the in the comp- competitive spirit, I guess, Bubba Joe. Increase the winner's payout at the sacrifice of the loser's payout. But that feels bad for 50% of people, right? <laughs> that feels bad. Look, Divine says, I'm in. Let's do a winner take all. All right. 
But if you're going to do that, Divine, then retrieving is right. You can't have one player that can lose it for the entire server. All right? Can't have one player swing it if you're going to if you're going to stack it up like that. So I think we got a good set of notes, Bubba Joe. I'm finishing up right now. Bubba Joe loves galaxy-wide minor hunting. Got it. Nope. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Bubba Joe's going to actually get a little bit nerdy. Uh, and we've got no, some... Bubba Joe's going to bed because you've run way over. I only that's only 30 minutes over. We're 30 minutes over. No, that's not right. 40 minutes. That is not right. 40 minutes. over. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Bubba Joe's going to teach you math or he's just going to introduce Blue Mandalorian and Jules Verne, who will teach you yeah, math. Neither of them need an introduction, but I'll happy to do to, to lead you to lead that horse to water. That's what we will do. On the other side of the break, everybody, we are going to, I know, sorry, we're going to spend a few minutes on a piece of paid content again, but it's impactful, Bubba Joe. And we've talked about what the new multi-tier primes are going to do for like economy and upgrades and all that stuff. But, Bubba, I teased and I asked... Is there a new mechanic for scrapping that will be introduced with the material reductions introduced by these primes? You said we were going to have to look into it. Have we looked into it? Yes, we have. And we have conclusions for you on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast will return in a moment. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. You looking for ways to enhance your gaming experience inside Star Trek Fleet Command? Well, Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. Gummies to sharpen the mind when you can't come up with 14 words where three would do. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products that you would need to improve your gaming experience. Surtail also distributes bath salts, CBD creams and oils, weight loss products, protein shakes, workout aids, Delta 8 gummies, and so much more. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Left Guard, the deodorant for the other armpit. Introducing Quentin Tarantino flavored foot cream with flavors so delicious you'll be slurping on toes till the sun comes up. In the mood for something fruity, lather up her tootsies with Kill Bill Blueberry. This is a tasty burger. Maybe feeling something citrusy instead? Rub her dogs with orange pulp fiction. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy? And here's the best part when you buy seven, you get the hateful eighth for free. Correct mundo. Order some Quentin Tarantino flavored foot cream today. Pretty please, with sugar on top. Because when it comes to this depraved act, you want to put your best foot forward. Ooh, that's a bingo. <laughs>
Welcome back, everybody. Woo! 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 There you go, Scopely. That's all we want. We just want you to make a move. If you're wondering, yes, we want you to. We want you to. Please, <laughs> please make a move. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. As we uh, wrap up our conversation on incursions and move in to uh, multi-tiered primes, as if we haven't talked about that enough this month, Bubba Joe. Goodness gracious. Oh, and uh, coming up a little bit later in the show, I do have a hint for you. All right. I only wrote one because, again, it's a very busy day. Should have been two, Bubba. It's the last show before <clears throat> scheduled maintenance. So it should have been two, but. Hey, the announcement went out. What I mean, can't really complain about that. Yeah, but I only wrote one. Sorry. I only wrote one hint tonight. I, I'm, I'm a slacker. I apologize. Um, and uh, there seems to be much controversy over whether or not Pluto is a moon in the chat. So, uh, Professor Potts, what say you from the scientific community? He's not going to answer now. He's like, uh, well, you know, it's kind of a moon-style planet. The difference, the, the question is, floppy there was ears. about whether it was a planetoid or a dwarf planet or some other word and a planetoid and a dwarf dwarf planet are basically interchangeable terms but yeah trader trader's right uh i i tend to try to use the nasa uh classification and planetoids in, include a group that includes <laughs> asteroids and dwarf planets and other things that I don't normally use planetoid as a descriptor. And but Pluto is definitely not a planet, and it is definitely not a moon. Um, it is definitely either a dwarf planet or a planetoid as a general classification. And just in case any of you guys were curious about whether or not we are a bunch of nerds, I think that question's kind of been settled here. Just throwing it out there. There is nothing more important than the composition of our solar system. Yep. But it is a dwarf because I don't think it's as dense as some of the companies I know. You know what? <laughs> Mrs. McCroskey, who taught me my first grade science lessons, told me that Pluto was a planet. I'm sticking with it. I'm with you, Golden Empire. No, wait. Dog Boy. I'm with you, Dog Boy, on server 16. It's a planet. I refuse to think otherwise. I got you, boy. I got you. It means... It meets two of the three definitions that you need to be a planet. It is round in shape, and it is a relatively low eccentricity orbit around the sun. But the third one it does not meet. It is not the biggest thing in its neighborhood. There are other things in its general orbit that are just as big or smaller. I mean, I'm trying to lose weight. I mean, Jesus Christ, God, so rude. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Keenzer. Don't let him tell you Pluto isn't a planet. Don't let him do it! All right, guys. Obviously, this We're is all a... big trouble if you fall out of orbit. This though. is a fascinating conversation, but, uh, but Bubba Joe is literally drilling on his keyboard. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I give you Bubba Joe. I want it all. Yeah, Bubba! I want it all. Tell me about scrapping! 
Are we in maintenance already? Are we in maintenance? What? Oh, no. You still got, let's see what, you still have six hours. Oh my God. Six hours. I still got to make a video. Kill me. I still got to make a um, video. I haven't even done my, I haven't done the Arcfall video yet. I haven't even made it. I haven't, I, I, I haven't. I haven't done anything. So uh, there might not I'm be a video say. tomorrow. I'm just throwing that out. Oops, sorry. There, why is that still playing? Okay. Uh, no, just do it live. I should. Just do it live. There you go. Uh, just wake up and do it live. Uh, um, so uh, what I'm going to say, that neither of these is a stranger to the show. Um, Blue and Jules Verne definitely uh, did a lot of heavy lifting um, in posting, um, uh, in posting, in coming up with uh the math and they've done a fantastic job put a bunch of tools together they've done a really good job of looking at what benefit you know we've talked about what benefit you get from these these new multi-tiered primes in terms of upgrading ships and what the net benefit is and how much it matters and all of that but the one question that was asked almost immediately and got started working on almost immediately was what kind of a benefit can you see from scrapping ships and so uh, Jules and Blue are going to come and talk about that, and I am going to go to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Trek Laboratory, evil scientist from Server 44, Jules Verne. Hello, hello. And joining him from Servers 8, and because he cannot be contained to one singular server, also a level 60 account on server 32, Blue Mandalorian! All right. <laughs> I've been actually, I thought about this song for you guys like three months ago, and I always forget to bring it out when you guys are on the show. So there you go. Woo! Well, this is it. perfect. Yeah, I, I like the it. Song. They do, they do all the all the weird sciencey stuff. All right, like it's it's kind of funny, Bubba. When you were looking through that room, you just look around and it's like Jules is just like, "Hey, I've got an idea," and then like you know, a couple of hours later, here's like thirty seven charts and a spreadsheet and and fifty thousand macro formulas, and he's like, "Okay, I got it." Uh, that <laughs> Jules and Blue. They, they come up with some crazy, crazy stuff, all right? So um, I appreciate you guys being here tonight. Bubba has, uh, has, has kind of teased the community a little bit in talking about these new primes. Now, we talked on a previous show, and again, I'm not, I'm, guys, I'm not trying to make it a paid segment. Again, this is if you've got the primes, okay, then just like last time, we wanted to demonstrate the effectiveness, right, Bubba Joe? What we're going to do tonight is if you've got the primes, we're going to introduce you to some new math that may have uh, provided a window of opportunity or may have improved your uh, your sourcing when it comes to scrapping in the G3 and G4 economies, right? But we've talked about it, kind of teased at it. Blue and Jules have been putting this data together for for, what, three weeks now? And I think we finally got something ready to go. So, uh, Jules, let me start with you. I've got your your spreadsheet pulled up here. Now, is that a link that that players can have? Like, do we just throw this thing in the graphics room? Well, if you if you look in the lab, I have posted a copy sheet because what this spreadsheet really is, it's going to be highly individualized. Just like Spock.club is highly individualized for your researches, this sheet is supposed to be that way too. All right. Um, and 
what what you're really what you're looking at here is a side by side comparison of your Spock stock club research and what the scrap rewards are going to be. But I had to put them in one sheet because Spock stock club doesn't have artifacts, um, which with the recent adjustment are going to be huge effects. And Wait, it doesn't have what adjustment, Jules? What are you talking about? Look, it is live in game right now. I don't. I'm not even telling any tips here. Okay, hey, hang on a second here. So you're saying you're saying if I go to the artifact gallery, that they've actually buffed some of the artifacts. Can you give me an example of one? Yeah, just you know, why don't you just go down to either Spock's engagement pendant or even Scotty's trident scanner? Those are my two favorite. All right, Scotty's trident scanner. I got that one pulled up here. Uh, this one is now ooh. All right, now this is an epic. Let's go to Spock's Pendant instead. Let's go to Spock's Pendant. Yeah. That would be better. Spock, uh, Spock's mean, Pendant. Yo, man, these are 20-level artifacts now. Yeah, not only are they 20-level artifacts, they actually buffed them. They actually changed the base value. So Scotty's actually uh, tapped out at level 15 at 90%. Now at level 15, it's 560%. Oh, sorry. That's Scotty's Trident. Uh, we're, told, we're looking at Spock's. Yeah, let's look at yeah, Spock's, Spock's engagement. It was fit level 15 is 240%, and it tops out at 480. So they basically doubled. They doubled the values. Just They just base doubled the values and then added five more. Now, I'm guessing this was just an early implementation of next arc stuff since I've been looking through all the patch notes. I was trying to see if they actually announced this, but it hasn't been announced yet. So... We'll just take this. Uh, it's in the game already, so we know it's it's here. Um, and these new adjusted values are going to be really impactful on some of this calculation. So this isn't just a prime show. This is also, hey, let's take a look at some of the new research. Let's take a look at our overall research and see some of these adjustments that can uh, really affect our scrapping. Well, and real quick before we do that, and I and I do see in the chat. Well, you know, artifacts, not something I can get excited about because we've got such a long road on it. But I remind you, at least in the terms of Spock's engagement pendant, right? Spock's engagement pendant is a rare, which means it is currently available by chasing a specific artifact. If I come back, and I don't have this one pulled up, but real quick, Blue, can you just tell everybody, if you wanted to chase Spock's engagement pendant, what level formatas are you going to chase? Uh, you are going to get out there and you are going to chase the level 40s. Level 40s. Uncommon. Uncommon, I should say. The level 40 uncommon. Who knows? Yeah, who knows what's happening tomorrow, except for me. Uh, <laughs> level 40 uncommons will currently source Spock's engagement pendant. So if you want to chase this one, if you actually want to go after this one, you can. All right, thank you, Blue Mandalorian. Let's throw that back in the graphics room because I, I tend to oh, no, forget It's things. in there. It's hot and fresh. Oh, yeah, there I it is. It's on the graphics room. Yeah, it's like the second thing from the, from the third thing from the bottom. There you go. So uh, there you go. Spock's engagement pendant, level 40 uncommon. Now, unfortunately, Scotty's Trident Scanner Jewels not currently available, at least through the formatas, because it's an epic. So we can only get that through the premium chest, which you only get from starting them, right? So that, would, that was going to be a long road. That's going to be a really long sure. road, but that one is ship parts for components. Um, I should also point out the this one. I don't know if this is something that we've looked at, Jules, 
but the Katinga scale replica. All right. I don't know if it was buffed or not because I didn't even know they got buffed in the first place. But the Katinga scale replica actually does improve your efficiency for crystal, gas, and ore, the materials for ship components, which I would imagine, for the purposes of what you're going to talk about tonight, are probably important or no. Are they important? Yeah, no, they are. They, they are important. And uh, and I, I see that there is actually a patch notes where it was kind of tucked in at the very bottom uh, underneath discussing the new Prime. So, yeah, that they have been put out there, the new uh, buffs to these artifacts, and that's going to be really helpful uh, as we start building up those artifacts. All right, so let's take Think a of look. These buffs as a, oops, we just realized we were these tiered Prime's buffs. And and I well and I also want to look here real quick and I, I don't know if anybody can see this uh, or if you've noticed it that close in your game but I'm gonna throw this in the graphics room real quick. They've actually highlighted these extra levels. Now it's subtle, Jules, but look like in my PC version, uh, levels one through fifteen are labeled in white, sixteen through twenty are labeled in blue, as if they're new or trying to draw attention to it, or or is there something? Something you know, those haven't been edited. added. To... Didn't check the font color, but anything goes. Yeah, maybe it maybe there's something they, scary. We don't have we don't have the actual attainment information. We do have the shard counts, but we don't know any other information about maybe if they're a different sort of requirement lock on those yet. So okay. they're not in SDFC space or even Ripper's fix. So um, they're not in there yet. All right. So we don't know much about the 16 through 20 other than what we can see in the game so we don't know how they're going to be sourced or if they require something new and different but nonetheless the bonuses are there so what does that mean if i'm opening up this spreadsheet now all right and there's a lot of data here there's a lot of tabs but it looks to me like we're just going to simply start on the calculator page right like that's where i spent a lot of time today is on the calculator page i'm going to pick my ship at the very top i'm going to put in all my research levels and what is it going to show me uh, well, first, right now, there is already kind of pre-filling levels for anyone who's going to copy the sheet over at this exact moment. And uh, that's for roughly an Ops 49 player. So what you're looking at right now is just kind of a snapshot of an Ops 49 player who's maybe bought in some primes. Um, if you would go in and actually fix all of these levels for yourself, and there's 65 different researches that affect ship upgrading. So there's a <laughs> lot of levels to oh go through. Oh, my God, that is crazy. Bubba, we talk about... We talk about how things get, like, duplicated and then diminishing return and all that stuff. You guys hear that? 65 buffs 65 in the game. unique things, yeah. Jesus it's, it's, it's not. So once you go through and, and put uh, all your levels in, uh, what I've, I've already built in is what is true for the ship that you're looking at. So, for instance, if you're looking at any G3 ship, you're not going to find the G4 researches becoming valid for that ship. So they're not going to be included in your math later on. So this calculator is already going to do that to you and do that for you. So you don't have to kind of worry about, is this actually G4? Do I put the level in? Just put in everything in there and then select the ship you're wanting to compare and upgrade. So for instance, if we're looking at a D4, uh, on the right side, in the right box, you'll see the scrap comparison. This tells you the raw cost data to completely max the ship. And that's really what we care about. Your, your biggest benefit from any scrap is a fully maxed version, fully leveled ship. So we're gonna look at the raw cost. This is looking at not just your resources, your parts, 
your materials, but also the ship XP. And if you need to purchase faction credits, scrap days, all of that's going to be in here for you. You'll also find out your base efficiencies are. Uh, so those efficiencies, just so everyone knows, even though it's over 100%, that doesn't mean that you save 100%. You take your raw cost, divide it by one plus that efficiency, and that will actually get you your adjusted cost. And your adjusted cost is what you're going to actually have to pay for um, at the when you're actually maxing the ship. And then you get to see the scrap rewards. Now, a lot of the things that we focus on when we're scrapping a ship is trying to get to the next tier of materials. So we're not just looking for, you know, the same materials over and over again, because there's never an efficiency there, or so we thought. Uh, there's never efficiency there usually. So we actually wanted to upgrade to the four-star material. So now it, it kind of helps you understand, okay, so what is going to be my cost to max that D4 versus what if I max, you know, 10 D3s? And so you can kind of do that math for yourself to kind of like figure out what is your, your personal strategy going to be. So when I'm looking at, at a D4, for example, this is uh, an example of what you're talking about when it comes to transitioning an economy, right? Like going from G3 and using it to farm G4 materials. So in the case of Absolutely, a G4, yeah. G4 conversion engine. A G4 conversion engine. Okay. And that's been a thing for a really, really long time. Trader, you and Bubba have long talked about the fact that G5 players never got such a luxury, right? Like you guys, you guys had it in G4 with scrapping G3, but that never actually manifested itself in the G4 to G5 type uh, economy transition because Correct. we've talked in the past, G4 scrapping is just massively expensive. Like there's just no way that you could do it sustainably and the payouts were lame, right? You take a look. Uh, as a matter of fact, you've got them in here, right? Can can we look, uh, Jules, at like say maybe a Kelvin? Let's look at a Kelvin yeah. here. Yep, yep. So taking a look at a Kelvin, uh, one of the problems is there's just so much parts cost. There's so much materials cost that it was never efficient for you to spend your time maxing even a Kelvin to go up into. I'm someone's editing on our sheet here. <laughs> Oh, someone took uh, yes, your so sheet? <laughs> it's not me. Well, I made a it, copy. <laughs> anyone who's in the lab has got this shared link. But, uh, if anyone else is at home and they're looking at their oh, own sheet, me? you can go blow! into the, yeah, and select the Kelvin. Stop it, blow! <laughs> and, you know, it was oh, well, the amount of titanium. It was, a same, it was lots of things that were in there that were just like, this is a huge cost. And what are you getting out of scrapping a Kelvin? Well, you're getting roughly 50,000 uncommon G5 parts. That that's that's nothing, or you know, say let's say let's let's get those G five materials. We are getting three thousand four hundred eighty seven uncommon crystal G five crystal. That's for maxing a Kelvin and scrapping it. That was never efficient. So it it wasn't, and I don't think it still is, ever about getting the next tier of ship parts or materials. I don't think that the Kelvin is built for that, but. But there is something new that has come to this game. And right now, we're talking about the prime efficient ship engineering. But it's also, you know, Spock's engagement pendant and a lot of these other researches in the mess hall that have really brought down the cost of Tritanium for ships. You can actually farm resources off of scrapping. 
G4 ships. And that is what that's a big impact. So trader, you're here, right? Uh, what is the cost of your next component in Tritanium? Uh, about seven trillion. Blech. About seven trillion. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and what level is your primed efficient ship in you at currently? Uh, it's at zero right now. Mine too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's at zero. I am, I am free to play at least for now. Me too. All right, now real quick, um, and I'm looking here because I was working on this earlier today. Do you have artifacts actually in this list? I, I don't think I saw it yet. Is it not there yet? Yeah, I actually updated it about an hour ago. Oh, I've got the old one. Crap. I've got the one from earlier today. Okay, I'll have to make a new copy. Oh, why'd you make a yeah, copy? Yeah, make a new copy. I just, just made I it. I made a copy be, because uh, I, was, I was editing blue and I didn't want to mess up jewels, so I'm, I was playing with it earlier today. Yeah, ship scrapping calculator V one point two is the current revision, so that's accurate. It's got it does have all of the artifacts in there, including their new adjusted values. Um, so that's it's accurate as right now. So if somebody has posted that in the graphics room already, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move there. my yeah, old got, one to the there. trash can. All right, let's see. Move the trash. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Now I gotta find the new one. All right, so the one that I just now posted that's that's the one I can download. There we go. Make a yeah. copy one point two. Okay, got it. All right, so okay. we got artifacts now in here, and so artifacts are in there. And I, I made a, I made a crazy, some examples of, uh, you know, uh, an Ops thirty thirty nine player that gave me all of their levels. I use my levels at Ops fifty two, and then I decided to just go in there and max all the all the researches just to kind of show a crazy. What is it like at the, at the very end of the thing? Um, so that's maxing every single level. Being an Ops sixty, if you scrapped a Kelvin. You would net profit over three hundred billion per Kelvin in Tritanium. So the amount of Tritanium you put in about eighty four billion, and you would get out four hundred sixty five billion in scrap awards. So there is a mechanism in there, and if you're, you know, if you have plenty of G four, you're done using G four parts and materials for everything else, and you're just like, I, I just need things to spend on in auctions. I need things to scrap and get this thing going. Well, you can actually start creating and making Tritanium by scrapping these ships. Now, the other way of getting Tritanium is spending Latinum on it. But Latinum conversion is insane. So we never do that. We never recommend doing that. One of the concerns that I have uh, moving forward still with scrapping any G4 ship is the uh, the amount of ship XP you need to spend in order to max that. Now, I know you could, you know, slowly grind it out, but it's 169 million ship XP. I, don't, I, I haven't done the calculator to figure out how many ships you need to hit to get that much ship XP ground out. 169 so, million? That's a lot. <sighs> that's a lot. That's a lot. But I, I highly recommend you use the latinum you got from buying the tiered primes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh so so Latinum or ship XP, that's a big piece going into this. What what about some of these commons? There looks like there's a lot of commons involved as well, right? There's a lot of commons and maybe people are swimming in those commons. Like I know personally I'm swimming in common materials and and four star materials as an Ops 52. I just I don't there's no there's nothing that's taking common materials anymore. So I got millions of each. That's fine for me. But maybe I don't have a lot of common ship parts, so maybe I have to think about, well, is that going to cost me Latinum to convert that? Uh, you know, so there's there's that. I don't know anybody who's got 169 million ship XP just laying around. 
um, and hasn't spent it all. So I assume that most people who are trying to max these and get your scrapper just continually going are starting to use more latinum conversion. So that in itself to max a Kelvin or an ISS jellyfish or, you know, a Hegta, it's going to cost over three or just about 3.4 million latinum. And that's just not an easy number for a lot of people who are trying to get who are at G5 trying to get into the scrapping game. So, but now I, I have to point this out because I'm, I'm curious though, too, to scrap a Kelvin, we're not talking about, we're not talking about something that you can do as a, a general free to play yet, right? To scrap a Kelvin. What, what does that require? The, isn't that a, a pretty scrap high 55, 55 yeah. for a Kelvin. So that's not, that's not a, a broader piece of the audience. We're probably still looking at like G3 epics, right? True. I think th I think the main yeah. point that I'm trying to make here is that even with these tiered primes, we haven't broken, we haven't fixed G4 scrapping in, into so, G5 materials. We haven't fixed that yet. It's getting closer. It's getting better. But there's still some other hurdles that a lot of these players who are in the upper G5 have to go through so it's not fixed yet now there's yeah, we've uh we, we've had fantastic new tiered primes and everything like that but at the end of the day g5 still sucks <laughs> there you go that's the summation everybody g5 still terrible now uh i i do kind of want to point out here um that there was a lot of talk about if the g4 ships can't be scrapped until 55 or even later in some cases jules then we needed to look lower because heck even uh even a g3 epic requires scrapyard 50 right so that's on ops 50 player before you can even do that which is why a lot of people have been looking at like the d3s the legionaries um you know the mayflowers and things like that and now we're starting to talk about a really really significant uh improvement for example I'm going to take my uh, – I'm going to take both of my primes. Of course, the, the one prime doesn't really matter because G3 doesn't have uncommon parts. But let's look at – and I've taken the primes out. So I've only got in here what my actual research is. All right? Um, and I'm just going to do this for me. Just my actual research with no primes at all. And I'm going to look at a Mayflower. Now – if I am reading this right, I'm looking at approximately 26 to 2700 G3 uncommon gas to go into a Mayflower. Does that sound about right for some of you guys? Ballpark, 26, 2700, some of you G4 players, maybe a little bit higher, maybe less if you've got the primes, all right? About 2600, but the scrap rewards for that Mayflower actually transitions really, really well into G4, right, Jules? Like that 26, yeah. 2700 actually ends up translating to like 3100 G4 uncommon gas. But again, it's not usually the materials that are killing us out there, is it? It's the parts. That's why, that's why G4 players are scrapping ships is for the parts, right? Absolutely. So if we're taking a look Definitely at does. parts, we can see that uncommon ship parts, it's actually generating 8,300. That is what you get out of maxing a Mayflower. And you can continue to do that leveling up. Now, again, if you're an ops level 50 
All right? You might be looking at more ships. I've seen this comment. We've talked about it. Faction credits. How do we get the blueprints for the ship? Because I need faction credits for all this other stuff, and I don't want to keep dumping them into level 26 ships. Well, some players have found themselves like Blue Mandalorian, if they've adopted the Blue Mandalorian uh, G3 slash G4 Armada Chest School of University of Thought, thinking, stuff, then you probably have a fair number of G3 Epic Blueprints. Blue, this kind of ties back to another piece of content that you've taught about before, which is farming the rare loot, right? Farming the Epic Directives... Regular good old-fashioned FKR directives. Farming those, running those, opening the epic chest, and then getting blueprints out of there. And some of you yeah. who have been doing that for a while might have enough blueprints to build an extra Enterprise or an extra Augur. All right? and or if we seven of them. Or a couple of them. Now, if you were going to scrap... A G3 Epic, you're right, Divine. It does require Scrapyard 50. So now you're knocking on the door of the G5 economy. But it still is a three- to four-star conversion. And I can imagine that a lot of players at Ops Level 49, Ops Level 50, maybe even 51 Blue, they're probably not done with the G4 stuff, right? There's more efficiencies that come later, Blue. We've always talked about sometimes, depending, it might be advantageous to go pick up a little bit later research, this or that, to come back and do something a little bit cheaper. And uh, I myself find a great deal of priority still in sourcing my G4 materials because I've still got a bunch of research to do. I'm not done with my pylum. I'm not done with my quarry. So I've still got work to do with those. And I can do that with G3 Epics because it's still crossing that threshold, still going from G3 to G4. But now so, there's something new as well. Go ahead, Blue. Well, uh, one, one, one takeaway I want to put at that too is that in my methods of scrapping these uh, G3 ships, it's also kind of just been like a pattern at this point of throwing mater G3 materials wherever I can, but then using these faction hunts to tear up my collection of ships to skip a bunch of points and avoid the grinding. But it's it's kind of, people are like, oh, it's the most efficient to build the level 26 ship over and over again. But half the time it's like, well, I just ended up having this Brel blueprint, so I built one and upgraded it just because mm -hmm. I have so many G3 materials from being a G4 and collecting those G4 uh, Armada, uh, G3 rare Armada chests, uh, just accumulating over time. So He's, it just becomes, I'm looking for outlets. So those level well, 32 or level 34 ships become viable even before you can scrap them. I, I will I will say that you said that the level 26 ships are the most efficient. Are they? Like, are they anymore? Because your costs are getting lower and lower. So maybe for somebody who is a low spend or free to play in their Ops 42 range, it's going to be better for them to be scrapping Centurions instead of that Mayflower because they will get more parts out of it. They'll have to spend less lat to you know, buy the ship XP or spend less time having to um, grind that same amount of ship XP. Like Both ships take 2.5 million ship XP, which converts to around 51,000 lat. Like if you're using lat to kind of like max those ships, 
it's going to be easier for you to get more bang for your buck doing centurions than it is and probably cheaper if you're low on that than doing the mayflowers plus you can grind for those parts use those bps excuse me the about the blueprints for the centurion you, you have to buy the level 26 ships so how, i think that they're how, with especially with these with the new artifacts with these new buffs that we're getting it's becoming more efficient to do the centurions just based on time faction credit cost and ship xp yeah however admittedly just because of the, my pacing of scrapping and everything that by the time i've scrapped a few action hunts there again i just uh, a lot of it's my basis of uh like at the time like oh uh, I built the Centurion because I didn't have any more battleship stuff, but I wanted Romulan points for my faction hunt, so and I had explorer parts or, or gas, so I decided to do the Centurion instead. It's also it just meant that don't uh, you know sometimes it's not strict ruling. Sometimes you have to follow convenience uh, and kind of ride the wave of that as you. But with these new efficiencies, uh, yeah, like I would agree that the uh, the door opens even wider for the 28 plus ships. It's just G4. It, I mean, the G4 uh, faction ships. Are well, yeah, especially when you're talking touchable. about ship XP, which is not really something that we've ever had the opportunity to really kind of dive into because people either use the Latinum or they're out there using the Exos and grinding it, which is miserable. So um, what we're seeing here is with a lot of these new efficiencies, it's kind of changing the meta a little bit. And I don't mean just the new multi-tier primes, although they're very dramatic, but we are seeing now uh, extra researches. Golly, we even see, uh, and I don't know what ops this requires because I don't have them yet, but Fleet Commander Spock also helping with like Tritanium and Dilithium. So you've got resources there with Fleet Commander Spock as well in his skill points. And if you're looking at as these efficiencies, as you get artifacts unlocked or tiered up, and we've seen a couple, the Katinga Scale Replica, Scotty's Trident Scanner, Spock's Engagement Pendant, all three of those have to do with ship components. And uh, what you can do with those is actually chase them in, take a look at the math and see what's going to be better for you. Because maybe you do actually spend a few more materials, but maybe you save yourself a bunch of latinum, right? And that's kind of what we're talking about is the latinum. But there's one other thing that I want to talk about tonight, which is uh, the, the extra step that some G4 players can now use. Because crazy enough, Crazy enough, Jules, to max, uh, to scrap a G3 Epic Enterprise requires scrapyard level 50. Basically requires Ops 50 to scrap an Enterprise, right? Yep. But, folks, to scrap an ISS Jellyfish only requires Ops 43. Now, I will tell you, and, and we've done some math on this. There is no part of this at this point in the game, free to play, that makes sense. If you are not going to adopt the primes, then the next three minutes, five minutes, 1,000 words do not apply to you. All right? However, I will say, <clears throat> if you are doing it on principle and not financial reasons, you are leaving so many months on the table. 
Well, that's true. In terms of like headaches saved, like it is, nom. Like basically, when these packs came out, every other pack just became trash. Well, the the introduction of these artifacts, the introduction of even some of the Bajoran stuff, and now the introduction of Fleet Commander. Seven of Nine even has uh, some stuff involved here now, right? Seven of Nine with the uh, ship part efficiencies. She's got some. You got Fleet Commander Spock with the resource efficiencies. Now we can add in the multi-tier primes. And again, let me point out that if you don't have the multi-tier primes, then this will not work for you, all right? But earlier today... Jules, I did some math, and I did this at Ops 43, all right? So what I did is I used uh, Jules' spreadsheet, and I actually went through and looked at all the max research that was even possible for a player at Ops 43. Now, let me see if I can find my chart, because I had a bunch of other notes and stuff in here. All right, if I'm taking a look at Ops... Nope, that was Ops 50. Ops 43, where you at? That's Ops 50 still. Here we go. All right, Ops 43. If we take a look at this, and I, I don't have my data in a super presentable way, so you guys bear with me here. Um, you know what? I'll tell you what. Actually, I think I can grab a small piece of this. Let's look at the parts piece of this. All right. Now, I'm going to throw this in the graphics room. And we're going to focus on parts because G4 players, what is the bane of your existence? Is it materials? I mean, I know it's an issue, but the real bottleneck is parts. It has been for years, right? Is there any disagreement? Yeah, parts. Cruzito says it's parts. Absolutely. All right. Forgotten Shield says Tritanium. You know, that wasn't a super huge thing for me in G4. I'm stuck on parts. Blue says rare materials, and we could talk about rare materials maybe even uh, a little bit later, but I want to focus in on parts for a minute because these new primes do open a new door. They do open a new door, don't they, Jules? With just uh, with respect to parts, this is Ops 43 on an ISS Jellyfish. All right? Now, I am assuming that you have your research maxed for the ops. And again, this is ops 43, Jules. Completely maxed for the ops. We can see that not only can we farm Tritanium with this, but we can actually come out net positive on four-star parts. Now, it's not a huge sum. It's not a huge number, right? Like to max a jelly, what a task. We've never even talked about maxing jellies, Jules. Like, it's never been a thing. The jelly is a worthless ship to take beyond Tier 3, Tier 4. It's just worthless. Absolutely. Except maybe it's not anymore. If you've invested into these primes, or if eventually Scopely introduces more efficiency research. Because the one thing that I guess you could say is nice about scrapping, Jules, is that the scrap rewards are fixed meaning that as efficiency improves over time, the returns can actually find a break-even point, and we have now found it. If an, ops, if an Ops 43 has the new primes, which I know they're paying for, but if they do, you could now 
max a jellyfish and scrap it and actually profit in G4 parts. Now, would, would, would it blow your mind to tell you that a free-to-play could actually do this too? Yes. In, in, in like 10 years, because <laughs> you could, if you do not spend anything on the primes, and you somehow get the Katinga scale replica to level 20, which is a rare or an epic artifact, so you're not going to do that. But if you could, you could also net positive. So the small problem, though, is that the economy folded in on itself about five years into that 10-year mark. Yeah, it yeah. will. It will. <laughs> so, but there's there's a mixture, right? Like, if you're not quite there yet, you're up to 43, and you, you bought, you know, a $200 into that prime, and you're like, okay, I'm still not there yet. Well, as you start building up those artifacts, maybe that's where your key is. Maybe that's where you find that, that break-even point for yourself. Well, and again, I point out, this is an Ops 43. Let's take a yeah. look at what this might look a little bit higher. Let's take a look at Ops 50, okay? Let's take a look at Ops 50 here, and I'm going to uh, bring this down. And again, just with respect to parts, Okay. And again, you can plug in your own research. You can look at all this stuff, the spreadsheets available. But again, just talking about parts. Now, guys, Ops 50, which a minute ago we just said, well, if you can't do an enterprise, not a big deal. And again, Ops 50 does unlock additional levels of the Prime Jewels. All right. But take a look at your parts profit now. At Ops 50, if you have maxed the research, and that does include the Primes, for your available ops are certainly not free to play. But now, Jules, you tell me. How long scrapping level 26 ships would it take for me to earn 75,000 parts? A long time. As a matter of fact, I can tell you. If I'm scrapping a Mayflower, I get 8,300. So it would take me nine level 26 ships, nine, to equal what a max jelly can do. But it ain't going to be cheap. It ain't going to be cheap. Yeah, and, and and with your scrap efficiencies, that's roughly a month and a half of just Mayflowers in the scrapper. just Mayflowers. And you're right, Grandgate. This is only Explorer stuff. You're absolutely right. All right? It's yeah, only Explorer stuff. You're also getting Jelly Brawl. And parabellum events, so it's synergistic. Yeah, and you're and you're adding to it. Uh, Go Bear says Mayflowers don't give rare parts either. Also true, Mayflowers don't give rare parts where the jelly will, and those rare parts are also pretty daggone important. Take a look at that screenshot again. Even on the rare parts, you can actually turn a profit as compared to the Mayflowers that don't give any at all. Now, it's still G4 economy. It's still G4 to G4. All right? So this is, think of it kind of like a CD, right? I'm going to invest a little bit. All right? I'm going to put it into the jelly. And by the way, we did also look at the max research on scrap time at Ops 50. If you have everything leveled up with regards to scrap time, it's actually a pretty simple scrap time, too. Ten days. Ten days. That's all you got to do. Now, the first one is the challenge, 
right? Getting to the first one. But what's interesting about this now, guys, is with these new primes, with the new primes and potentially the artifacts and Fleet Commander and all this stuff, here's what's crazy about it, folks. It actually becomes a self-sustaining loop. Meaning, Blue, I can... Put everything in. I've only, this is like what we talked about with the Borg Mega Cube. You guys remember where I said, listen, buy that first 10 Mega Cube directives with your event store loop because once you've bought into the loop, it will sustain itself every single time. There's a wave to ride. There is a wave to ride. There, there's one small problem with that, which is you are putting in common four-star ship parts, common four-star materials, and you're getting out five-star. So it's not a perfect loop with the commons. Now, you could supplement that with Latinum, but again, like you you're getting adjusted. Out, what are you getting out? You're getting out five-star common? No, you're not, are you? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's not in here. No, because I haven't built this sheet for... I built the sheet specifically for looking at the differences between four and five-star. When gotcha. you started looking at things that are giving you the same thing, the jellyfish breaks all of those molds. So it's not even... I just didn't even put in the five-star because that's not a relevant conversion. I got gotcha. you. Um, so, so you're going to so be spending latinum. You're going to be spending not, latinum on the yeah. common. Now, Divine says... If you're continuing this loop, yeah. Divine says, who spends G4 commons? Well, that's just it. If you're going to enter this loop, if you're going to pay the price of admission, then you're looking at a fair amount of latinum. You're looking at cash for the primes. And uh, you're probably looking at a fair amount of latinum for the XP. As a matter of fact, we've done some calculation here, which this is fixed. It would cost, if you didn't do any grinding whatsoever, 3 million latinum to max the ship when it comes to XP. 3 million, which is a lot. Now, you can grind out some of that, and there's efficiencies, and there's crew for that too. So you don't necessarily have to do all that on your own. But Divine says, just grind it. I mean, you certainly could, but poof, what a grind. All right. Now, that being said, you actually profit on parts. You profit on the rare ship parts. So, let's pretend. Look at that screenshot, Jules. At Ops 50. Let's pretend I put in 88,000. I get out the 164. I profited 75,000 mats. All right? What am I going to do with that 75? On my first scrap, what do I do with it? I would assume you're going to reinvest into this loop. Well... Remember, I'm getting out 164. So 75 is my profit. I'm already going to take 88, put it back into the next jelly, right? Self-sustaining loop. But I got 75,000 extra. What am I going to do with that 70,000 extra parts? Max your corner, maybe? Like work on that ship? Work on any other. Work on any. Yeah, any other G4 Explorer. And we've got a handful of them. All right. Yeah, could be the Enterprise A. Okay. Could be, sure, uh, Cerritos. Could be Corey. All right. There are other places to use those parts. And listen, I don't want to necessarily tell you that it's all about parts. All right. I didn't dive into the nitty-gritty math on this, Jules, but what we do know is that there's a profit on materials as well. 
there is an actual yeah. profit on G4 Uncommon Ore. There's an actual profit on G4 Uncommon Gas. And parts, if you have the enough gears. But the focus is absolutely on parts. All right, absolutely. Now, Short says, this sounds awful. Well, that's obviously something you can ignore, but you know what? Scrapping the Stella a gazillion times or even scrapping the level 26 ships a gazillion times was a pain in the butt, and it sounded awful. But it's become necessary for the survival of low-spend G4 players. Same thing all the way back to the Horizons. All right, that you had yeah. to basically do that. Go all the way back to Envoys. Remember spending two-star materials to convert to three-star materials? There's a lot. Well, well, well DJs, we're, you know how we're using this comparison with the Isis Jellyfish converting four-star into profit four-star? You, you know there's some other ships that you probably have thousands of blueprints for that are in the three-star range that this also works for. Now, we didn't include it in this chart, but I, I know, for instance, I would make a profit by maxing and scrapping Kiros <laughs> in the three-star materials. That's so right. if, if you're a grinder, if you're a G3 grinder, uh, and you have some of these artifacts up, especially if you're free-to-play and you're, you're, you are, you're re ready to sit there and grind your heart away at ship XP, you, you could be making a few hundred G3 every single time you scrap a Kira. Now, I don't so want to... maybe there's some value there. Sure is. And I don't want to pigeonhole this thing, Cruzito says, but then you're forced into flying ships that you may not want, like the Corey or the Enterprise A. Now, first of all, the Corey's awesome. But, but, let me point out, again, we're not... I mean, we've focused here on the ship parts, but let me say it again. Do the spreadsheet. Look at it for yourself. There is profit on Uncommon Ore and Uncommon Gas. Let me ask you, Jules. What do you use G4 Uncommon Ore for? Oh, so many things. So many things. I'm so using it things. for so Yeah, I'm using it for the show things. day right now because I just don't have anything else to spend it on as, as far as buildings so wise because I'm things. in G5 economy and it's so expensive. How what is the about, show day so expensive? What about G4 Uncommon Gas? How many of you guys G4 out there? How many of you guys have all your research max? Man, take a look at that new galaxy tree, Jules. I bet. I bet we don't need any more G4 on common gas. Nah, we're done. Nah, we're good with it. We're done. We're good. We're done. There's profit in all of these loops. All right. So like I said, you can you can look it up and and figure out what your efficiencies are. Where is the break-even point on the primes? That's a good tricky question because what I did is I went through and I looked at it from the perspective of an Ops 43, an Ops 46, an Ops 50, and Ops 57. And you want to know something crazy, yeah. Jules? In all four cases, if you had the Prime for your appropriate Ops, you can profit in these parts and materials. But it does take the Prime to do that. And yeah, somewhere between 18 months and $100. Yeah, somewhere in there. And this is one thing that we talked about when these first came out, Blue. We said, can this change the mechanic of scrapping for some players? Now, unfortunately, it still did not for converting or farming G5 out of G4. So for Bubba Joe and Ops 60 for Trader, do they want to go and scrap a bunch of jellyfish? No, probably not. 
Trader Trader shouldn't because she doesn't have the primes. But <laughs> well, but should they even be excited about it? Do they need G five materials? I, I don't or know what G4 is what excited about. <laughs> Not much. All right, they don't need G four anymore. Correct. But how about how about you guys at Ops? I don't know. 47, 49, 50. 47, I very much welcome it. 52, 53, even for me. Okay. Now, Becca says, where do I get jelly blueprints? So this could go back to a different show. There's a couple of different ways to get them. Um, I would say that the most common place that you're going to get them with regularity is probably your G, what is it, Blue? Up and, G3 uh, Epic Armada Chest? That's it. G3 Epic Armada Chest. All right. Now, you are going to need G3 uh, or Epic Directives, right? So we've done, we've done a lot of content on that in the past, Becca, on how to source those. And maybe, uh, because it was another one of Blue's uh, amazing teaching episodes, maybe we could go back and find that and get you a link to how to actually farm directives. We're gonna do like a video or something. Yeah, we might have to might have to make something new on it. All right. So there there is more. Retrieving, I just answered your question. How high do you have to have the primes for it to be profitable for an Ops fifty five? I mean, well, technically at Ops fifty five, I think it was uh pretty low, wasn't it, Jules? I mean, but again, you're talking break even, right? If you actually want to maximize your return, then you're going to have to invest in the primes a little bit more. Ops 55, I think, can have up to what, Jules? Tier 8, I think is what it is, right? Yeah, I'm just clearing out some of the other stuff here to check it real quick. Tier 8, I think. I think tier... I think tier 6, to be honest with you. Oh, we still have to worry about the rares. Yeah, tier 8, immediate break-even point, not factoring in any artifacts, tier 6 of your prime ship parts. So tier six of the prime ship parts, which is two hundred dollars, tier eight of the materials, which would be four hundred dollars. Uh, if you're looking for your max payout retrieving, but again, use your spreadsheet. Listen, copy this, download it, put your stuff in because you know what? There's not a solid mathematical answer on what the tier of that prime is. It depends on the rest of your research as well. All right, if the rest of your research blows then you might need to catch up a little bit. Now, I know you yours is pretty good retrieving, but just saying, this will vary for everybody. So you got to download the chart, and you got to put your own stuff in there, okay? Retrieving says, I'm trying to convince people that this can work. They're beyond skeptical. Well, that's because there's a high cost of admission, right? There's a high cost of admission here. You're going to end up dumping hundreds of thousands, well, not hundreds of thousands, um, well, if you combine parts and materials, Jules, it'll be over 100,000 total cumulative parts and materials you're going to have to dump into a jelly. That is disgusting. But it's the cost of admission. Once you it's, do it, it will sustain itself. It's the Borg Mega Cube all over again. Yeah, but the jelly is useless, but I plan on trying to throw whatever i can at it the next good auction i see i think i'm gonna give it a try too 
<laughs> mathematically, it's just in my favor because A, it can turn profits if I have enough tiers in my prime, and B, I have an outlet to score on auctions, which is vitally needed after that last heroic SMS. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. You're talking about sourcing materials, and, and you, of course, you'll need parts if you're going to dump the materials into ships. And again, parts, materials, even tritanium, folks, it's all able to be self-sustaining with the ISS jelly. And that, <clears throat> no, Stony dude, no, that's just it, buddy. You say tiering the ISS means less parts for the quarry, but you profit in parts. So it is going to cost you a little bit of time up front. You got to pay the cost of admission. But once you max the first jelly, the first one, like it's not even three or four down the road, man, the first one, you'll turn parts profit. But it does, like I say, take investment into the prime, which I just now realized I can't do because I don't have the prime. prime. I recommend investing in the prime if you plan on spending, uh, plan on like spending the next eight months playing the game. Lord Neelix says, what about speed ups on scrapping? You know what? Eh. Probably not ever going to happen. Probably not ever going to happen. Prime Scrapper? Prime Second Scrapper? Prime Second Scrapper. They're, that'll, that'll come one day. You know it'll happen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Right around G6. Yeah, yeah, you know that's going to happen <laughs> one day. Ladies and gentlemen, that is our segment on scrapping. What does it mean for the G3s now? Potentially G4s. Does it help G5 players? <laughs> Still no. Nothing for you guys. All right. <laughs> Still nothing for you guys. Sorry, G5. You're still boned. Uh, we are going to take our final break. I would like to thank our special guest here tonight from Server 44, Jules Verne, and from Servers 8 and 32, Blue Mandalorian, live from the Talking Trek Laboratory. Thank you guys for your assistance tonight. In breaking down the Thank scrapper, you. you can find the tool in our Discord. You can link on over to it. And uh, I think I've got a link that I'll throw up on the website tomorrow as well at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. You can take a look, download a copy for yourself, customize it for you, and see what actually happens. On the other side of the break, we are going to give you a hint towards the June arc, which launches in literally, oh, God, five hours. I still have to make a video and sleep. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's uh, yeah, Carthax. Make the video going. live, I and that's your hit. No, I can't. I don't want to do it. I don't. Maybe I, I should. I guess I got to make it. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. It'll be an interesting uh, podcast in the morning. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of, a lot, lot of stuff. What should I not spend in the next five hours? What should you not spend in the next five hours? Any time worrying about any of it. Because it's all going to change. Fair. It's all going to change. <laughs> all right, folks, we're going to take a break. Uh, my name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. As we prepare to wrap up, I've got your hint. Uh, on the other side of the break, we'll get ready to wrap up here on this Monday night edition of Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back after a word from these sponsors. Hang on. 
Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Diet Pepsi Dent. Be young, have fun, and fight gingivitis with Diet Pepsi Dent. All right, everyone. Thanks for attending our new parents' workshop. Today's lesson will be diaper changing. Oh, and today we have a very special guest joining us. Guess who? The one and only 83-year-old Al Pacino. Yes, I have a problem. What are you going to do about it? Whoa, easy there, Godfather. Or should I say, great Godfather? I'm assuming you've never changed a diaper or done any domestic labor before. No, I don't know. Tell me. First thing we want to do with your child is to open the diaper and assess the situation. You tell me what it is. That's baby poop, Mr. Pacino. You can smell it? If that's your thing, sure. I know, not exactly scent of a woman, am I right? Does that seem clear to you? Nope, that's pretty brown. Now, you're going to want to throw away that dirty diaper. Bon voyage, motherfucker. Mr. Pacino, this isn't the set of heat. Did you ever take a dump made you feel like you just slept for 12 hours? Oh boy, I think we're going to need some more classes. This is what Apple Music served me up today, and I was feeling really, really jazzed about it. I really, really liked it. Uh, My Chemical Romance, I'm not okay. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Appreciate you as we get ready to wrap up. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast as we prepare for Arcfall in, oh, God, five hours. Like No one's even going to have a chance to listen to this before content comes out. Like It's unbelievable. Uh, and Bubba's gone, Trader, so he doesn't even get to make fun of my hint, all right, because it's not good. Benny, Benny Hill says, just tell us now. Trader, I've got a hint, <clears throat> and I don't feel like it's very good. I could go ahead and read it to you guys, but I, again, everything just felt really rushed today, Trader. I don't know if it's going to, yeah. I don't know if it's, if it's my best work. 
the news was not my best work. Like it was, it was not real good tonight. Tell, tell you what, read it in Klingon, and no one will know the difference. <laughs> can I do the Can I do the Arcfall video in Klingon, and and then yeah. nobody, <laughs> and I'm just gonna make up sounds, and that way nobody nobody knows what it is. All right. Oh God. It'll still make more sense than uh, I, I, explanation. I can give a I can give a hint. There will be new research. There will be new mechanics, and something will be broken. I feel like that's. Very possible, maybe even likely. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a second. What do you know? I'm the only one that's supposed to know this stuff. What do you know, Trader? Trader knows. What do you know? I can't. No, don't say it. We can't talk about it here. Uh, Trader, sing the hint. Dr. Juby says, I know what you don't know. No, you don't. I know everything. All right. Um, I do know. Oh, man. I just thought of something I could write a second hint about. I wonder if I should try to write this hint live. I feel like that would be a disaster. But, oh, Phil says do it. No, it's really, dude, it's so hard to write my hints. Like, I need absolute silence to do it. And, and it usually takes me several minutes because i got to write and do things, and i got to think about words that rhyme. Sometimes I use a website. Housekeeping says, then just stop talking. But then you guys have dead air for seven minutes. That'd be terrible. That'd be terrible. How about I just give you the one hint that I've got? Can I just do that? Trader I'm s- not going to sing anything. Why you guys Why don't you sing while I write the hint? Or, 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 or. I could play one more song from my amazing playlist. Or, you know what? Uh, 867 sent me a bunch of really terrible jokes I can read. <sighs> I really don't know if I could put this together. It's, it's 11 o'clock. I, I still have to record a video. Haven't done it yet. Then it would take another t- and I've got to edit the podcast. I've got to put it up. I mean, I won't even be done with the podcast stuff till 12. Then making a video, 1 o'clock, got to be back up at 4. Hammer says, and just leak it. It's much easier. Okay. Okay. I will. I'll give you a leak. Let me just think about this for a second. Just think about this and how I can do it without getting fired. Hmm. Let's think. Think, think. Dude, there's literally smoke coming out of my ears, right? Yes, we can now. we can all smell it now. How do I do this without you're getting vape, in trouble? You're going to vapor lock, DJs. Huh? I said you're going to your brain's going to vapor lock here in a minute. I know. I have a I have a feeling what's going to happen is like just somehow mysteriously uh what? Emperor Echo is going to stop by and just like and start that's what's going to happen. I'm going to end up in a dog. Like, I just got out. I just got out of the doghouse, guys. You don't even know. All right. Like, seriously, I was in the doghouse for like 10 days. I just got out. Oh, you guys want me to go back? All right. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Here's what I'm going to tell you, folks. Here's your leak. I do have a poem. I got a poem that I'll write. But let me just tell you. That Scopely has never before 
taken such, in my opinion, a blatant step towards possibly assisting some players in handing out punishment for other players, like maybe rogues or, you know, minor sweepers or something to that effect. Never before has Scopely taken such a broad and public step towards introducing a mechanic that can actually give players an opportunity to fight back against rogue rogue sweepers. So it it is interesting. I got to be honest with you. This particular piece of it is probably the most exciting piece of the entire arc for me. All right. And for the record, for the record, like, Scope is not, like, taking a position on ROE or anything like that. But there's a tool coming, Trader. And this tool could be pretty nifty for those who like to hunt. So there you go. Stony Dude says it's a good hint. Thank you, sir. Woo! I'm I'm sweating over here, Stony Dude. <laughs> Woo! <coughs> I'm choking down too. Oh god, I'm dying! I just lost one of my, my nine lives, Trader. Because Emperor, yeah, I can tell. Emperor Echo snuck up behind me and smacked me in the back of the head with a shovel. All right. Uh, Spectre says, all right, I'm pretty sure you're still going to uh, to the doghouse. Uh, Juby says, wait, I didn't break any NDA. And just for the record, Stony Dude endorsed it. All right. That's- just for the record, Stony Dude endorsed it. All right. Way so so I'm fine. Stony Dude under the bus. <laughs> Me and Stony Dude, we're like this. All right. It's like we're like peas and carrots. All right. What I said, Stony Dude's responsible for and likewise. Uh, so... <laughs> there you go. Uh, we do have. Uh, I got. I got something else for you. I actually wrote one. You want me to give you the one that I actually prepared? It's completely unrelated. It has nothing to do with it. I can't read anybody's guesses in the chat because I know the answer, obviously, and I can't be. I can't risk commenting, trader. All right. I can't risk commenting. But I do have another hint for you. All right, Trader, you ready for this? I am. All right. <laughs> you guys are going to... You guys, listen, you actually liked that, that last one. It wasn't even a poem hint. Look, the, look at the chat, Trader. They really like it. Soak, uh, yeah, they did. Soak it up, guys, because you're going to hate this one. <laughs> soak it up. Get the, get the good one. You're going to hate this one. Here we go, Trader. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. New loops aren't for the faint of heart, but new relics are gated behind this start. But these may be interesting, some would say. A reset, perhaps, going back to the first day. There you go. Stony Dude, what about that one? What about that one, Stony Dude? Do you like that one? You're like, oh, he says also very good. Woo! All right, there you go, Trader. Stony Dude endorsed it. He gave me my approval. We're good. 
All right, there you go. I'll read it to you again, community. New loops aren't for the faint of heart, but new relics are gated behind this start. But these may be interesting, some would say. A reset, perhaps? Going back to the first day? There you go, ladies and gentlemen. And again, I cannot read any of your comments because anything could, could potentially, Trader, be misinterpreted as something ridiculous. <sighs> you know how much I want a Rialta A. I mean, honest to God, I really, really do. That would be so amazing. All right. A Rialta A that costs G6 materials. <laughs> yeah. I know everywhere it matters says, I want, I want a Rialta A that takes G6. Yeah. Trader, are you, uh, are you excited for five hours from now? You've been waiting for this. You are so ready. Like you, I, I listen, you know, I got friends that work at the bank. They called me up and they were like, yo, did Trader go crazy on your Twitch again? I'm like, no, she's getting ready. G6 is coming. Yeah. They raised your limit. Yeah, they did. <laughs> we'll see what I we'll see how if I use it on uh, on the game or you know on something like buying you know really expensive red soled shoes. There you go. Maybe new lightsabers. Lightsabers. Ooh. Yeah, let's get new lightsabers. Oh you know, my, my car's been acting kind of funky, so I might need a new one of those too. A new car? Hey, hey. <laughs> something that. Something that rumbles and goes really fast. Oh, I can help you with a Ford Raptor. I don't want to pick up truck. Uh, how about a big Bronco? I could do that. I could help you with that. No. no. I, like I said, I want something that rumbles and goes very fast. I've got a, I got a Shelby GT350. Ooh. Ooh, See, now, now we're talking. Yeah. That. Now we're talking. <laughs> All right. Oh, that uh, is interesting. Trader. Uh, He's got listen. a Ford Fiesta for you. We got a yeah, – that's right. <laughs> um, you know what? We haven't done this in a while. We should probably do this. Trader, do you feel like doing some Battleship real quick? Absolutely. You want to do some Battleship? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. we haven't done this for a week or two. I'm very, very sorry. Uh, the Clues Room is completely up to date, so update your cards, ladies and gentlemen. Let's draw some winners, huh? <laughs> All right, let me pull up the card. Trader, here we go. Uh, I'm going to come into the chat, and we're going to do contest pick. And, Trader, tonight we're going to do – let's do another five. You want to do five? Let's do another five. All right, Cruz, Fergal, Patron St. Nick, Sill, 1121, and Fire Force, congratulations to you guys. You are the five chosen. They're the five chosen, Trader. For they now have an opportunity to come and guess a coordinate on the Battleship game card. Now, I might remind you, folks, 
I might remind you that if you go and take a look at the Battleship Clues room, you might notice that I think, and maybe it's been a minute, Trader, but I'm pretty sure that there was a recent hit. And that ship has not been destroyed. All right, let's see what we got. Trader is gathering the names. Cruz, Fergal, Patron St. Nick, Sill, and Fire Force. You guys have an opportunity to, uh, to guess. All right, Don Zeno says, we need a hit. Yes, we do. Zero Signal says, what happened with my pick? I never heard back. Wait, what? What are you talking about? What the heck? Zero signal. I'm so sorry. How did I miss that? I must have read it and then forgot to write it down or something. All right, Trader, we, we do have one. Oh. Zero signal. Wait. Where was zero signal's guess? All right, do you have the do you have the, the sheet pulled up? I guess I need to pull I... up the sheet. All right, where where the heck is my prize sheet? This is wearing me out right now. Oh, here we go, prize list. All right, apparently I missed one, Trader. Uh-oh. Good thing he was listening live. Let's see. Hang on, hang on, hang on, man. Let me, let me try to find this thing here. <clears throat> All right, he says zero signal. Yeah, look, right there he is, Trader. I drew him on May 25th, and then I just hey. never filled it back in. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, zero signal. I'm going to give you the first one since you guessed on, you guessed like 11 days ago. <laughs> All right. Zero signal guessed uh, Echo One. Let's try it out. All right. Computer, zero signal guessed Echo One. If you would be so kind, would you please fire a torpedo at the coordinates Echo One? Echo. One. Target acquired. <laughs> that is indeed a hit. So, um... Yeah, that's a good one there, Zero Signal. Nice job, man. Good, good guess, Echo One, right there. Now, Trader, what have, what have we done? What have we done here? Let me. Okay, I see what we got going on here. No, the ship has not been destroyed. It has not been destroyed. Now, Trader, do we have any of the others? I am not seeing anybody. None of them? Who has responded. I mean, it is late. It is pretty late. Yeah, well, I'm not seeing anybody that's responded. Well, Cruz, Fergal, Patriot, St. Nick, Fire Force, and Sill, 1121. You have 24 hours oh. from this mark at 1115 p.m. Eastern Time on June 5th, 2023. You have 24 hours to respond to me in PM, and we will take your guesses, and there, then uh, you'll have a chance. That's not how it works. Do what? Wait, what? Fire, 
Fire Force says no thanks. Fire Force takes his guess. He's going to take his guess. Okay. Wait, he doesn't want his prize? Of that, course he's going to take his prize. He's posted that place in the Battleship War Room saying no thanks. Oh, Fire Force doesn't want to play? Okay. You, Fire Force, you can PM. You can PM DJs after the show. You don't need to do it now. He says he's at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just PM so, me later, man. You got you got 24 hours. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. All good, homie. He, that'll give you that'll give you time. That'll give you time to double check the clue room and update your card too. All right, there you go. Talking Trek's battleship, which Trader has gone on for a ridiculously long period of time. We've we've got to end this. We gotta we gotta end this. Oh look, there's Sil. Sil, I see you. Sil, I see you. Let's take your guess, Sil. Let's go. All right, Sil. Sil guess coordinate Foxtrot one. That's what he went with. Computer. Uh, let's try Foxtrot one, please. Foxtrot one. Target acquired. Oh, I hit the wrong button, apparently. <laughs> Uh, did the torpedo already go off? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yes. Okay, just checking. I did. All my yeah. button, all my buttons are out of order now. I screwed up. How long does it freaking take? A, a while. God, apparently. Oh, there we go. All right. Woo! Congratulations to you, Sill. Eleven twenty-one. You have struck a hit at the coordinates. Foxtrot 1, and Trader, wouldn't you know it, he just sank the USS Cerritos. Nice. That's a big one right there. Congratulations to you. That is a destroyed ship, which means your potential prize just got bigger. Congratulations to you. All right, congratulations to you, Sill 1121 on, I guess, Foxtrot 1. Now, uh, listen. Cruz just also answered. Cruz just also answered. But here's here's what I'm going to do to prove to prove everything. Okay, Trader. Yeah. Sill. Sill. I, I probably don't need to put this in the graphics room because I don't owe it to anybody. But I will because I'm fair. Sill answered at 11:15. All right, and and Cruz answered at 11:16. So I do apologize. Uh I do apologize. Yeah. Still got it first. Still got it first. All right. Uh, sorry about that, Cruz. But the good news is, Cruz, you do have a guest still, and you can pop it out somewhere else on the board, and maybe you'll get lucky and find another ship. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> sorry, Spectre. It, it, it threw me for a loop, too, but then I realized it was different. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Talking Trek's Battleship. Your chance to win your share of thousands of parts, materials, kitchen aprons, or even Talking Trek t-shirts. It is available in Talking Trek's Battleship. Trader, uh, that's it. We got nothing else. All right. Are we? Are we God, it's 11. It's going to be midnight. Go finish, go finish your video, and I'll talk to you tomorrow, DJs. Finish the video. I haven't even started it. How can I finish it if I haven't started it? Well, 
I mean, that is true. That is true. You first to start before you finish. Can I just say I don't want to make it? Will you guys yes. just let me off the hook? Yes, you're <laughs> off the hook. That'll never happen. There's so much. Like, there's I, just I, so much. I have, uh, I have dubbed the you have a free pass. Nah, I can't take a free pass. This one's too complicated. I can't take a free pass this time. There's just there's too much. It's too much. I really, I really uh, just Dr. want to read Juby. it all right now. I just want to yeah, read it you all. You could just send the, pass, the patch notes to Dr. Juby. He'll do the video for you. How about that? You just want me to read it right now? Yeah. <sighs> no, nah, I really, I better not. I got in trouble. You will. Yeah. I'll defend you. <laughs> no, I can't do it. You guys, I want to. I want to. I need to go. I need to get off. I need to get off the microphone so that I'm not tempted to do it. I'm gonna go drink a coke. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out into the garage. Might play a little Marvel Snap for a minute. Rhino says, I'll make my Arkfall video at 11 a.m. tomorrow. You can just use that. Yeah, I'll just, you know what? I'll just link over to yours. It's all good. Yeah, Griffin, I've been playing Marvel Snap. I've been I've been doing a lot of Marvel Snap. My Marvel Snap is... is that's, that's my new pooping game. Scopely's too complicated for me to poop while playing their game anymore. Right, it's too complicated to poop and, and STFC. Now I poop and snap. <laughs> uh, yeah, Snap is good. I'm liking it. All right, guys. I uh, want to thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you for hanging out at uh, at Talking Trek Live. Visit us on our website at TalkingTrekSDFC.com. TalkingTrekSDFC.com, where you can find links to our Twitch, where we might be tomorrow night. Our YouTube, where we will be in the morning. And um, our Discord, where we will also be in the morning. God, I hate Arc all day. I really do. I used to well, like it. I can tell you. I used to like I it. I will not be awake for your talking cars in the morning. Sorry. Oh, my God. I just realized. Oh, no. So, you guys remember how crappy I sounded during Rev State of the Game? You know why? Yeah. It's because I lost my, my headphones. Well, I didn't. I'm pretty sure one of my teenage boys stole them. Mm, yeah. And I, I totally meant to stop and get new ones tonight, and I forgot. So the talking in cars is going to sound like poop because I'm going to be on my Bluetooth. Sounds terrible. Life is hard. Some, somehow the the uh, community shall survive. It's going to sound awful. I'm really, really sorry because I can't find my headphones. I need to go to the store. I'm going to have to buy new headphones. It's headphones for my car. It's headphones for, like, for my phone, not my studio ones. My studio ones are good. Hey, good night, Scrappy. Uh, yeah, now I'm procrastinating. I know. I need to go. All right. All right. All right. Um, let me say thanks. Can I say thanks to our gold patrons trader? Let me do that. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's open it up. Because I actually updated the list. I Ooh. did. And there's a couple of name changes in here. All right. Here we go. I uh, would like to thank everybody who donates $10 or more per month towards our show by form of Patreon, available at Talking Trek STFC. Dot claw, uh, dot com. You can donate $10 or more a month. It'll turn your name gold and you get your name red, like Lord Neelix, Lady Cast Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Meg, Raghammerhead, Regis, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, It's Hunter, 
Tigora, Cruzita, Rinsusi, Katana, Hank, Abe, DJ MC101, Late Nighter, Lost My Plays, Light Bull, Louis P, Zabadar, Zinfri, Peffy, Stormbringer, Bills, Mafia, Bayonetta, Grogthorn, Archangel, Smoke, Mohawk, Happy Kitty, Chitsky, Papa, uh, Papa Smurf, Jason, Captain Jack Norris, Medium, Scorpionis, Archer, Arian and Hani, Raxadar, Liam and Dominus, Casey Jones, DJ is Tal's BFF, Chronic Break, Wet Willy Joe, K9 Tooth, Darth Adamus, Sir Tail, General Chaos, Warren, Afox, Judge Kren, <sighs> G-Force, Paminkas, Captain Q, Garrett, Game Junior, Admiral, Admiral Inwalder. That's a really hard name to say. Like, when I'm going really fast, the syllables don't separate. I have numb tongue. Cha-Cha, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Looser Kendall, DJ's Loves, Tiered Primes. Thank you, IJ. Techix, Seven of Nine, Jagged, Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, Clueless Wins, Kidsoido Likes a Bath, Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, The Web, Balabomb, King of 101, D-Chesty, <sighs> Nom Nom, Primal Fear, Medic 213, J-Babes, Dark Knight, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, JT10, Spectre, Yukai, Nico, Diva Dorsal, Oster90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Jazzmeister, Shoopster, TNT Assassin, and Sam, our newest gold patron. Thank you guys for supporting our show at a level of $10 or more per month. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, feline of nine. That would be Ultimate DJs for Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Sam Meow for now. Love you. Mean it. Catch ya on the next one which just happens to be here in like three and a half oh four four and a half hours god